Limit Break Radio presents From their closet in Serpent King Square This is Voices of Bonadil Bonadil's only live call-in podcast And now, your hosts Ascalia, Zerumeru, and Zaves Welcome to episode three of Voices of Anadeel. It's a very exciting episode, and we're looking forward to doing it for you today. We've been building up over the past few weeks a bunch of callers for today. We have almost double what we normally have, so it's going to be a pretty heavy episode, but we're very excited. Today, we are discussing FF14, how it's going to affect our world of Anadeel, what we're expecting from it, what we're hoping from it, things of that uh, sort. I am Ascalia. And I'm Zerumeru, who just acquired a new scarecrow for his gardening mule. Yeah, Shadow Lord statue for you too, huh? Uh, definitely. Well, we're going to be debating that, I'm sure. We'll be talking about it. Today you're going to notice that we do not have Zays with us. He's representing VOV down at OhioCon right now, or I'd like to think he's representing us. No, he's not. He's probably no. getting drunk with the rest of them, you know, like he should be. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But fortunately, we have a pair of guest hosts here today who are going to kind of fill the void for us. They are the co-hosts of Aetherite Radio. First, we have Fusion X of Pet Food Alpha. Hi, Fusion. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. And we also have Aniro, the host of Limit Break Radio. Hey, Ani. Hey, what's going on, guys? Not too much. Just uh, getting excited for the episode today. I also wanted to mention that we are adding a new cast member today, as you all remember the fond farewell of episode 2.5. Zero's headset has been replaced with a new headset, and he sounds so much better because of it. That's a joke. Yeah, that's my joke. That's the joke, really. Yeah, yeah that's all I got. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, you feel let down? For- I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a burn if I've ever heard one. Oh, I'm not sure if it's more of a burn to me or uh, Leno. Probably me. Yeah, probably you. Yeah, probably. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, we're not, We're going to be moving right along with our episode today. We're going to do some personal updates because Zero Mero wanted to oh so much. So Zero, what do you got for us? Um, lots of C. I've been kind of spearheading our My Link Shall See efforts, and we've actually been doing pretty good. We only had one wipe so far in Ixie Monk due to a mishap on my part. Um, you got everyone killed, didn't you? Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Not funny in the ads. It's usually the, the you know the better route to do on that one. I see. Yeah. But other than that, we're doing phenomenally. We uh, we have enough pops for our first JOL. I kind of want to get another pop set just in case so we can get more, pra- more practice fighting things down there. Mm-hmm. But we're doing pretty good. I, I mean, we're doing great. We're going to see some JOL action and hopefully see a lot of AD Meteors in the near future. Cool. Um, what else have we been doing? Uh, that's Nothing. about it. Yeah, gardening. Gardening. Yeah, I've been making a little bit of deal doing that, and that's about Definitely it. You don't get banned. I know. I mean, I've been throwing everything on my main character, and you know, traveling off to uh, Tadnasia to sell it. So hopefully, I, I won't get random Melon Seventeen, but we'll see. Well, that's pretty awesome. I myself have done very little, which is why you haven't seen a whole lot of content from us lately is because i have been busy haven't had time to do much of anything but i do i did get some strength merits i'm now four merit points away from capping strength merits on dragoon and that's it really 
uh, my link shells slow down pretty much and we haven't had a whole lot to do lately but hoping this month will be better hoping to have some more free time that's about it uh fusion on you guys have anything you want to give us any personal updates uh i got my shadow lord statue from the Mogbadanza, mm-hmm. and it's it's a lot smaller than it should be you think it should I be agree. bigger it, when they when they showed it off at Vanifest last year, it was a lot bigger, and it's it's tiny now. My, oh, my stuff Chocobo is bigger than the, the Shadow Lord, yep. which doesn't really make that much sense to me. But Giant I Chicken versus Shadow itself. Lord? The Giant Chicken would probably win. Probably. Ani, what do you got for us? Larger. I said I slept through Salvage. That's it. <laughs> awesome. I haven't seen anything. Nothing. You sl- slept through it, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't wake up. I thought I had set an alarm. Um, but I didn't apparently. Oh, that's a bummer. Were you in line for anything if it drops? Uh, no. In fact, uh, this has been Fr- uh, Frice's salvage static that he started over on Hades. I haven't even made a run yet. Like, oh, I- oh. <laughs> bummer. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Progress. <laughs> Frice is gonna <laughs> yell at you. No, I, I, I doubt it. I doubt they're, uh, they're missing me at all. <laughs> You're probably not missing anything either. So, eh, probably. nothing drops in salvage. It's all a Yeah, if I know salvage well enough, it's I'm not missing a thing. Maybe oh 15 God. pieces. You know? Yeah. Oh man, so much, so many Dark Knight accuracy jokes to make with all the missing comments. Uh, must resist. Okay. Well, uh, if that's all, then we'll just do some, uh, some POL news because we've actually had a lot of it from. Uh, SE, they've been so kind to give us some actual stuff to talk about lately. What a pleasant change, isn't it? I know. I mean, I, I like having, you know, a nice little bulleted list of things to talk about that BLO has decided to post. Yeah, this is usually our shortest segment, but we actually have stuff to talk about this week. So let's start off with uh, Vanifest 2010. Zero, what do we got going on there? Uh, Vanifest, uh, as most of you know, Vanifest is the Japanese equivalent to our uh, FanFest out in California that's going to be in Japan. Um, there's going to be a little bit of talk of 14, but it's mostly going to be 11 driven. Uh, there's some alleged big special surprise announcement, speculation hat go. I think it's an expansion. That's my wishful thinking. It, it optimistic. needs to be an expansion. In a perfect oh. world where Square Enix understands what the 11 community is feeling right now, it needs to be an expansion. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I totally agree with that statement. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We've all been speculating that FF or that Square Enix is just letting FF11 die while they work on 14. What a turnaround that would be for them to say, "Oh, here's a new expansion." No, I don't think it's letting it die. I think it's more the. Um, I think it's kind of an airness to say that SE hasn't given us any content in this past year. What are you I talking think- about? They, they <laughs> give us updates to bell commands, dude. That's the thing. <laughs> that was like the best that, update ever. That, that's the thing about it, though. It's not giving us content it's giving us content we don't care care about yeah i i through it i mean I, there's a lot of content there but looking at it it's like nothing to get really excited about or even care about doing i can totally understand that mentality and uh and uh, i mean i'll be i'll be honest um I don't. I don't think that they're they're letting Final Fantasy XI die per se. I think that it is clear that the development team is uh, strapped a little bit thin between Final Fantasy XI and fourteen. Um, you know, in a perfect world, in a better economy, I'm sure that they would put more people on it. But uh, you know, being what it is, it, it, it's just it's very clear that. 
um, you know, double double teaming this and and kind of it, lo- it it seems like they're running out of content. Who knows what they've got up their sleeves? Maybe maybe it's more you know DLC. And I, I think if they took a different approach than they did, I think if they took a different approach than they did at uh, towards the add-on scenarios, then it could be good. Um, uh, otherwise, yeah, I'd I'd love to see an expansion. I want to go find the guy that thought that um, running through the den of rancor for any reason is fun that's what i've always dreamed of doing i don't know about you guys (laughs) ever since uh rise of the zillart mission four you're just like i can't wait to go back there uh i've died so many times in den of rancor in like the last four weeks it's not even funny I'm 0 for 4 on that fight. I've had to collect those damn hexes wow. four times. Four times! Ani, how many dragoons did you have? It, uh, per collection. It's horrible. What, what were you for removal, you though? I haven't, I haven't even started it. Happy. I haven't even touched it at all. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, I'm telling you, that fight, the key is dragoons. We Dragoon Angon, get rid of that... Uh, crazy defense we were one for one on that fight i i was lucky enough to be one for one on that too however i was one for i want to say nine on the moogle fight but luckily that was the easiest one to uh to quest back into so but oh, you know man. you know i think i said this on uh on the episode that we just released but we even had a kraken eater dark knight and we oh. couldn't get the shantoto fight done it was heartbreaking oh, you go in there thinking like oh this is going to be no match and uh it, we couldn't even kill one of them Oof. Not even one of them. Oh, that's oh. brutal, man. The, the uh, I'll keep in mind that Angon thing because I think that defense boost was our biggest problem. Yeah, uh, just getting in there, they told me to save my Angon for when the defense boost just gets crazy, and yeah. we did it. And suddenly I was going from dealing like four damage to a hundred almost. It was crazy. Yeah, I'll keep. I'll definitely keep that in mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we found a nearest pet peeve, I think. All right, well, let's see. Besides that, we have uh, Square Enix's members sweepstakes. And what this was was their idea that you can enter by writing a paper on your thoughts about FF11 or how it affected you. And they put it into a drawing, and if your name is drawn, you get a copy of the uh, Ultimate Collection for FF11 signed by Hiromichi Tanaka himself. And that opens, or that stays open rather, until February 22nd. So get your ideas in there, get your submissions in there, and hopefully you can win and give it to us. Or I guess you could keep it too if you wanted. So you can have an additional copy of Final Fantasy XI software. It That's would right. be all on one DVD. That would be a plus. Yeah, just you know, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I actually shelled out 20 bucks the other day because I got my uh, I got my Xbox 360 back, and. Yeah. And the Timbuktu Cafe, you know, thank them for what they did for Extra Life, but they kept my Final Fantasy XI software. Oh. Oh, I, a- I mean, admittedly, I haven't really asked for it back, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Shell another 20 bucks, whatever. Man, I don't feel bad. I actually dropped 20 extra bucks for Steam, so I don't have to worry about the disc anymore. Yeah, you know, I've thought about doing That's that. That's a good one, too. you always have it. Everyone mm-hmm. seems to have more money than me. <laughs> well, most of us have a job. That's true. I, I'm hired now. I've been uh-huh. I'm finally employed. It's exciting. I got a job just this last week. At least I, there's that. So maybe I'll get some more money for once and be able to do all these exciting things that everyone else does. Uh, apart from that, we have Valentine's Day coming up. Valen, 
can we just call it Valentine's Day? Can we get it get past this? Maybe. Okay. Make you feel better? Yeah, I will. If I don't have to worry about whether I'm pronouncing Valention right or Valenti. That's right. Valention. Okay, Valention. Uh, that's starting up February 15th. What a arbitrary day, huh? Rolls eyes. Huh? <laughs> and uh, as far as we know, it's just going to be the usual stuff. Uh, Fusion, you're always on top of this. What's what's up for Valention's day? It sounds like the same old stuff, except there might be something stupid about killing sheep with the charm wand. That's that's uh-huh. all I really got out of it, which is kind of weird because the uh, the story mentions uh, a faint plateau, and it's like if that's really the only area where they're going to be doing it, that's that's a lot of people with charm wands trying to kill sheep. It's going to so be a I bad day for Lumbering know. Lambert. I, I don't I don't think it's going to be anything new, but who knows? Well, it wouldn't be the first time they surprised us with an event, but uh, I don't, yeah. I don't really think there's anything in the stats that would constitute as hey this could be an event item so it's i i don't think we'll be seeing anything too new well for those of you who are who are new to ff11 uh valentine's day it's usually a pretty fun event um probably not as good as christmas but better than easter in my opinion should be a fun time always a good item get the charm wand if you have a special someone in game you can get it signed and you know the usual stuff uh zero what else do we have we got the customer support survey tell us about it uh, this came up actually rather recently. Um, I think it was yesterday, actually. The customer support survey is a short survey from the support staff at Point Online. Basically, you want to ask what your experience is. That ends February 5th. If by the time this recording comes out, it's probably going to be over. So I really hope you went out and filled that out real quick. Yeah, I guess we should say you should have voted. <laughs> Good job. If you did, if you didn't, too bad. So you guys gonna fill it out? I already did. Oh, well, some of it doesn't even make sense. You'll you'll say you know yes, I play Final Fantasy online, or you know I play it this much, and they'll be like, how long have you been playing Final Fantasy? I'm like, I just told you. <laughs> like a lot of it's like repetitive in a, in a very stupid way, but no oh well. well. All right, well, uh, better talk about something a little more exciting than that then, because there's not a whole lot of information on that. It's just a lot of repetitive questions, as you say. The Mog Bonanza has finally been announced. We've been waiting for it. Yay! The numbers were announced. And let's... Did you guys win anything? Anything of excitement? Furniture. Not a thing. Something exciting. Furniture. (laughs) Have you seen my Mog House? Furniture is exciting where I come from. Well, for me, too. I think we need to have a a competition between your mock house and mine, because yours will win, but I take a lot of pride (laughs) in my mock house, too. Why why would you want to go into a contest knowing that I'm going to win? Where's the fun in that? I want to see your mock house. I mean, I I take a lot of pride in my mock house. uh, Calo made fun of me for that. Kello makes fun of people for a lot of things. Well, that's true. It's just because he's insecure. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, to put it bluntly, we had 43 people win the big prize, which I believe is more than in past years. I know I didn't win the big prize. But the gross sales, $10,335,846,000 gil went into buying marbles. That is a lot of gill. I can account for 20k. Anyone else? Yeah, I threw a little bit in there. Well, it seems like I'm the only person who actually won a rank 4 prize because I found out just this morning I on my last marble I won a rank 4 prize and got a chroma ore for 400k, so that's exciting. 
Not bad. I uh, someone on my uh, in my old link shell back on Bahamut actually won the uh, rank one prize. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah, they're uh, a level seventy five red mage sub uh, eighteen nin. Sub eighteen nin. <laughs> Don't you love it? <laughs> well, they can pay for some summoner burns now and get that up to thirty seven. Yeah, there you go. Wow. I know. Yeah. What would you do with one hundred and twenty million? I would buy more furniture. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, why do I, I? I think that that is 100% the truth. I think that that is not a lie or joke. There's, there's some really pricey furniture out there I'd love to get. <laughs> is that like Wings of the Goddess altar thing that came out a while back? That's like one, 1. 1.5 mil or something like that. That's pretty crazy. I didn't know it was that expensive. There's, a really, there's like the little scale thing that is like, it's like the only uh, craft that uses the, the Nidhogg scales or whatever. I'd buy that. Nice. Just because I could. Of course, I'd have to find somebody that actually, you know, wasted the money to craft it first. So that's true. Well, I'd put seven million or so into getting a link shell to get me a love torque, and then I don't know, put the rest of it into a relic weapon. I guess. There you go. I'd get all that new synergy armor with empty defense and attack, and I'd put it on a mannequin. (laughs) Of course, that would actually be more work than money. So now, never mind. Lord knows that's what it's good for. Hey, you never know. Next expansion could be Far East with the empty. Who, you know, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Hey, we're gonna get a. How about a Genbu's Kabuto with synergy on it? Uh, like Paladin's Happy God gear that you can synergize. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Oh no! I blew up my Biakos Hidate in the furnace. <laughs> oh, I can picture the GM calls. Okay, well, let's do some Limit Break Radio Network news. Uh, we had Elegantly Edwith, episode 11 came out, and that's titled LFP Like It's 2003. Well, I was only around since 2004, so I guess I don't know exactly what it was like in 2003, but I know what it was like in 2004. Hard. And expensive. And expensive. You know how much my first Scorpion Harness was? Too much. 16 million gil. <laughs> yep. And I got it for a bargain. I undercut. I caught an undercut on that. Really? Yeah. Wow. After selling a noble's tunic for thirty-seven million, go. I was a slow lover, so I, Those I didn't. Those were the days. Those were the days. I, I didn't see any huge price increases for me until I got to you know. I when, when my got, AMs came out when at level fifty, and it's like, oh. I almost leveled dragoon to seventy-five twice faster than you got black mage up. I know. Call. You know, Ottergon didn't help. No, that's true. That that would make it harder. Well, we also had episode 50 of Limit Break Radio come out. Anira, why don't you tell us about it? Uh, it's our 50th episode. Uh, Velux comes and joins us, and we talk about uh, the Nizul Isle assault, uh, kind of putting an end cap on the Rogue's Den episodes. Uh, Max V also joins us and hangs out, and uh, uh, they're Canadian, and that's all I have to say. <laughs> I, I remember on the Starbreaker chat, there were a few A jokes in there and uh, Tim Horton's jokes. Yeah, those Tim Hortons jokes made it to the show. Did they really? Really? Oh yeah. The no, the Tim Hortons discussion. Yeah, I couldn't work around that. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and now I'm mentioning Tim Hortons again. They're getting a lot of advertising out of us. Yeah, exactly. You should start bleeping them. I'm going to write them an email and say you need to pay me money. <laughs> Well, and uh, for those of you who are fans of the older episodes of Element Break Radio, this one is a must-listen. So uh, we, we heard it in the Starbreaker uh, chat. It was excellent. 
we really recommend this episode. It was great. Um, Aniro, did you want to talk about the poll? Uh, yeah, well, we just put a, we put up a small poll. Uh, this was something that actually just arose out of a conversation that I was having. Um, and you know, I, I can't be the only one that's noticed that, uh, you know, server population seems to be, uh, dwindling. I mean, servers just seem empty compared to what they were. I mean, not even back in 2003, but what they were even a year ago. And, uh, you know, we just want to hear your opinions. Do you think that it's time to start condensing server populations? We're almost on the uh, release of FF14, um, and uh, you know we 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 kind of want to know what the community thinks, and uh, and and we're going to talk about it on uh, on our next episode. So you know that, that that's interesting because uh, an old host of the show had actually messaged me uh, a couple days actually before that poll uh, was put up and was talking to me about hey maybe we should cover you know talking about the the closed servers and stuff. So may, maybe we should I'll have I'll have my people call your people. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can set something up with that. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. All right. Uh, Fusion, got any PFA news that needs to be said? Um, episode 189 is out. Um, we'll be recording 190 this weekend. Um, still looking for a couple apps for our uh, Synergy and Eveleth show. Uh, still not sure when we're going to record that. But, uh, yeah, if you're interested in there uh, and being in that, if you guys have been doing Synergy, um, there's stuff on the website to uh, tell you know how to put in an app for that. So, uh, I got news for you. My biggest personal update was that I'm close to getting a strength merit. I have not been doing synergy. You know, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel when you're actually meriting strength. Yeah, actually, it's one of the it's one of the earlier things I'm doing. My character is a Mithra. Our strength kind of sucks, but hey, now I got 72 base strength, so that's pretty cool. That and the dragoon merits are not all that impressive once you have Angon and deep breathing. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I can get three seconds taken off my jump. Hey, every little bit helps. It does. That's why I have three of those merits already. <laughs> but um, that's scrape in the bottom of the barrel for the strength. Yeah, I, I guess so. I do have the polearm merits. I've got the critical hit merits. I've got the HPMP merits. So yeah, it is kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel. So what are those summoner merits kicking in? What merits? Your summoner merits. Oh, summoner merits. Yeah. When am I actually going to start meriting summoner now that I, I don't know? You tell five? me. Yeah. Uh, it's so weird having two jobs at 75. I think, what job am I going to merit? Yeah, try oh, yeah, having I three. Have two jobs. I actually have a pick. But, Tough. yeah. That's uh, all for announcements. Oh, no, it's not. We have a Voices of Vanna Deal announcement, and it might be one of our first ones. We are looking for segments to do on our show, because my ideas for segments are not popular except for the lamer of the month, which is by far our only popular segment that we have. Everyone likes to do that one. We can't even get a gamer of the month, but we do have lamers of the month. However, that leaves us with a segment that we're going to drop because no one wants to do it. And that's our alternative titles segment. So we're looking for a new one and we're putting it to you. There is a uh, thread under our forum where you can put ideas for segments, whether you want us to read email or anything the other shows do, or if you have a whole new idea for a segment, put it in there, submit it, and if we like it, we'll take the best one or two and we'll put them into the show. Just It's got to be something you're going to be willing to contribute to at some point. I will make a forum post about that. It's already there. Oh, you beat me to it. Oh, I did it a while ago. Just no one's responded yet, so I figured I better announce it on the show. Huh. Uh, so, hey, that goes for you two also. Fusion and Nero, if you have any ideas, let us know, because we're scraping from the bottom, bottom of the barrel again. 
Level another jab to merit. Level another jab to merit. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my segment. Every time we do a show, I take 30 minutes and go level a job. There you go. Oh, or at least a LFP for, for 30 minutes. Oh, so I'm leveling Dark Knight. You know, you just, you just do a show and 30, 30 minutes of it could just be white gate music. White gate music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it part of, I'll, I'll, I'll do synergy while I do it, while I'm LFP. There you go. Sounds excellent. It'd be one of your point five episodes. You could hang out in Whitegate and look for a party. What do you think our point five episodes are? They are us hanging out somewhere and looking for party. Though <laughs> <laughs> so I will uh, say that uh, episode two point five was excellent, and it's really making me look forward to episode three point five. Uh, little teaser: We're not gonna make it to Ulagaran Range yet. So, look forward to episode three point five. Should have that out soon. And yes, I am guessing based on when I'm assuming this episode is going to get released. So let's get on to the important stuff. Today's topic, Final Fantasy XIV. It is the FF14 speculation-a-thon. So what we say, take it for what it's worth. It's coming from us. It's our speculation. Some of it's true. Some of it's false, I'm sure. We're going to do the best we can. So what do we know? Zero. What do we know? What do we know? Well... We know that E3 last year, SE showed off a trailer for Final Fantasy 13. We're thinking, oh, all right, all right, this is really cool. This is interesting. And also, oh, by the way, we have a trailer for Final Fantasy 14 as well. Here you go. And everybody was either if you're a mad that Project Rapture was Final Fantasy 14, or really you're excited, or both. For me, it was both. Um, what we know about it, the setting is going to be in Erosia. Uh, there are going to be three city-states, and it's going to be taking place post-war. Boy, doesn't this sound familiar? It sounds really familiar now, doesn't it? <laughs> um, and there's a city that was destroyed before the game setting takes place, and you'll never get to go there. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> OMG. We know the leveling system is going to be relatively similar to the Final Fantasy II, and the... The concept of you skill up skill levels instead of brawl XP. Use the sword more. You gain more ability of a sword, etc., etc., etc. Speaking of which, the job system is going to be based on weapons. You equip a sword. You're a, a fighter. Uh, um, something. Pound like and something that. like that. Got the staff. It's, 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 it's a gladiator. It's gladiator. Yeah. It's gladiator. Got a staff. It? You got to be a mage. Dagger thief type. Is there dragoon? There's yes. a lance. Really? There's actually no dagger class that's been announced. There's a there's a marauder, which uh, right now is looking like the closest thing to a thief, and that actually uses a great axe. So, but there is dragoon. There's a lancer. Yeah. You're, you're telling me there's lancer and no thief. There's lancer. Where's Callow? I have to talk to him. <laughs> uh, don't get hopes too much. Um, I don't think it's a dragoon with the lancer. There's no. Uh, Bummer. Yeah. Dragoon, Lancer, it's all the same. They use a big pointy stick. Right. Whatever moves, we poke it in the face. Exactly. Um, what we know about crafting so far, your trade skills are look like they're going to be a job. They're going to be a separate class that you can level on your own and will have a use in a party or a dungeon or a raid situation, which is very interesting to me. Yep, and weapons and armor are going to degrade too, so you'll need to level a uh, crafting discipline to uh, to be able to repair them. You see, that, that's what we used to argue was the big problem with crafting is, especially for the jobs that craft gear, since the armor never degrades, there's always kind of a, a set 
number of them that are needed in the economy. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm glad SC's kind of taken the, almost the Diablo approach to that. Well, for the most part, that's pretty much the definitive information that we know about it right now. Of course, there's always more. You can check all that out at FinalFantasy14XIV.com. Um, the beta signups are currently available for PC users only. PS3 beta is going to be released shortly after. Um, the development team said they want at least a six-month beta. So we're we're thinking maybe late spring, early summer, we'll start seeing inklings of a, a beta client being released. We don't know. That's I think we'll see beta before that. You, um, so? you know, they, they've said they've wanted to be at least, you know, I think they said a little longer than the beta was for 11, and the 11 beta, I believe, went on for six months. Yep. Um, and, I mean, we haven't, you know, it's the new year now. We haven't heard anything about beta yet. Um, just given that, um, it's obviously going to be, you know, very, very late in the year launch. You know, it'll probably come out, like, December 30th or something like that. Yeah, it'll but, be a Christmas uh, time. I would, I would probably reserve at least, you know, seven or eight months uh, for mm. a beta period before the release. Wink, wink. We want keys. Wink, wink. It'll it'll be coming out soon. I'm sure. Maybe that's the big announcement at Vanifest. Oh, uh, by the way, God, so I you know, we've, the I've been saying it this whole time. People that are going to go to the next Vanifest are going to get into beta or something. So who knows? Maybe uh, that'll happen. I don't really bad. I, I I have a feeling that the big announcement at uh, at Vanifest might even be a U.S. fan fest. I mean, it it. it you know they have a tendency to to really hype things up in advance too. So um, I think that that would actually probably be a little bit more likely than anything definitively related to fourteen. I think we're gonna. I really think we're gonna see something eleven related as the big announcement. But it would not surprise me if they went out. And they, said, they need a big eleven announcement with, oh, yeah, with fourteen yeah. kind of looming over the community right now. So definitely, I'm pretty sure we're gonna make some some news about fourteen. Maybe you know some new character classes, or maybe ha- maybe have a, a demo. Maybe have a, a little battle line ready. You know, there's still uh, magic disciplines we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still some disciplines of the hand that we haven't seen yet. Um, I think disciplines of the land too. We haven't seen like trapper uh, and that kind of thing. But um, I, I think you know if, if there is anything at 14, and it's you know it's been kind of said that there's something 14 related. Um, I got a feeling it'll probably be either you know announcement of new disciplines or it'll be um, something pertaining to uh, the beta because it has to be at by this point they need to start talking about when the beta is going to start. But do you really think that, I mean, that they're going to, like, beta is going to be and end up being, like, a really big deal announcement like that? Because I'm not sure, like, I'm trying to remember if other MMOs in the past have really hyped their betas like that. And, I mean, considering uh, there there was an interview I remember reading somewhere where they said specifically that the beta world is a very, very truncated version of the final product. I mean, even even as the beta goes into the final stages, that we're not even going to have the full world that's going to be available at retail. Right. So it's pretty much, it it seems like it's testing the system, testing the server load and, uh, you know, graphics testing. I think, I think initial, initial beta will be, 
um, just testing out gameplay in general. Um, stress testing will be much later. That's when PS3 users are going to be put in because they don't need to test users, uh, you know, with PS3 hardware because it's all the same. Um, you know, they want to get all the different PCs in there first so they can figure out, okay, you know, how to optimize for these kind of video cards or whatever. Um, and then when PS3 hits, that'll be for stress testing. But, um, you know, we've heard that, um, you know, the developers, every time they talk about beta, they, they've said that people will be really surprised with how much isn't finished um, when beta starts to right. get in. They, they really want to get people's feedback for this instead of just, you know, saying, okay, here's this, we're going to put it out there. They really want to build a game for the players this time. So, I, I, and I think we're, we're seeing a lot of hints about that. Well, imagine, yeah. uh, see, this is kind of the way that I imagine uh, uh, when they say a, a very smaller world or, or a much uh, truncated version of, of what the, the uh, final product would be. If we were to put it into like comparable FF11 terms, it would be like the beta zones available would be like, you know, um, let's say like Bastok, uh, you know, uh, Gustaberg, um constant highlands maybe the dunes maybe one other zone mm -hmm. but i mean compared to what was available at launch there's uh, you know that's much more there's much more considerable uh, there's a much more considerable amount there mm -hmm. but what they can effectively do with that amount of game and i've seen other betas do this is they can develop the game portion the the job balancing damage mitigation um uh mob tracking uh, stuff like that, they can they can do that in that smaller bubble and develop it uh, develop it outwards. Because once they have that model all set, they can then apply that to other zones and to other areas, and then at retail launch be able to to kind of uh, adjust things. That's why we see generally between two and three updates after an MMO launches in its first two or three weeks. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, I tend to agree. Uh, as far as the announcement goes, the way they worded it is they're like, hang on to your seats. It really makes it sound like they're, the announcement is something that we're not expecting. And I think the majority of the crowd would be expecting something from 14. So you, I think there's some merit to that. I think we'll probably definitely get a, a big 11 announcement. And that's just what we need and just what we're hoping for at this point. Tabnasia. Tabnasia. It's going to be an expanded add-on scenario. The missions are going to be horrible, but we'll be able to go to Tabnasia, so it's, it doesn't matter. Tabnasia passed, you mean? Tabnasia as in not a hole in the ground. Oh, as yeah. in... Okay. That'd be like, literally, I don't want... I want to go to Tabnasia and have it literally not be a hole in the ground. That'd I'm be in. great. Sounds sweet to me. Or, yeah. I mean, there's there's a million things that, that this big announcement could be. I mean, it could be, you know, they might be you know, doing a whole new user interface or something, or, you know, they may be, you PST know, limitations. telling us how to kill AV. I mean, who knows? How about we go to the Mithran capital? There you go. Mithran we capital need, we, need, we need far east. They just cut the map off for Ottergon. That bugs me. Could keep going east a little bit. That's what we need. Maybe that's where the Mithran capital is. No, no, the Mythic like Castle in the South. Island in the South. Yeah, Aww. that could even be an add-on scenario. I mean, if if they just make an expanded add-on scenario where they add, you know, maybe like five new areas and submissions, that wouldn't be hard to do. That'd be cool. I'd be, yeah. dude. I'd all, I'd be all for that. It's, yeah. it's not a full-blown expansion pack, but it's better than those add-on scenarios we got last year. So, you could take the other approach to it and look at it this way: we've now gone over most of the world. We've gone to sky we've gone to sea 
What's left? We've gone to the past. Welcome back, Oz. No, we're going to the future or into space. Well, you know, the, the final BCNM area for, for Chains of Promathia is kind of spacey. We're going to the future, yeah. man. You've narrowed it down. See? Well, we're not done with Wings of the Goddess. I wouldn't put the future completely out of it yet. Well, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Never know. That'd be kind of a sweet end. Go battle in the future. Yes, let's 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 get more time travel involved. <laughs> what are exactly we lost? We Come on. Okay. Um, Desmond will be my constant. <laughs> I think this is a pretty good place to insert our poll for this week. This week's, or why do I say this week? It's this month, this episode. The poll for this month is: What aspect of FF14 are you most looking forward to? Uh, Gameplay, storyline, graphics, job system, battle system, crafting. So, how about you guys actually go first and tell us what do you what would you most look forward to? Something to do, because I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna put that under storyline. <laughs> there you go. Fusion, oh, how about choose one of those? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you had to choose I one can't of those. My response. <laughs> what was uh, it? Something to do. Oh, okay. Okay. Storyline. Right. Fusion's a new pull option for you. Um, I don't know. Like, I, you know, we we already know it's it's a Final Fantasy game. The story is going to be good by default, um, unless it's add-on scenarios. But um, or twelve. Yeah. Uh, don't even get me started on twelve. Um, but I think right now, um, the thing I'm looking forward to the most. I mean, a lot of this. I mean, it's the same development team, so a lot of it. I mean, there's going to be a lot of similarities with some stuff like crafting. You know, there's they've already said, oh, we're using. You know, you start with a crystal and you got to go from there. Um, so really, right now, the thing I'm most interested in um, is probably the battle system. Um, mm. It looks like something that we haven't seen before in in any kind of MMO environment. So I'm really curious to uh, to get a chance to try that and see how it plays out. Well, uh, a lot of people tend to agree with you. Uh, Battle System did not win, but it did take number two in a pretty close race. Uh, Storyline did win. Not real surprising, as you pointed out. It is an FF game. Uh, People who play FF games are very particular about their storyline. Just look at Change of Promethea. Number three. Zero, what was number three? Oh, what was number three? You know what would be cool? I've had this written down. I know. It was tied with Other. I know it's that with other. The question is, what is other is? Oh, oh yeah. Other is do something. Other other is do something. Oh, never mind. Then other took third place with a Nero's vote. I'm still pulling it up. I wish this was was a little more intuitive to pull up my poll results like this. Here we go. Um, (laughs) I just looked at these today. Um, The other answers were everything (laughs) with one and nothing for another one. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Thank you, callers, for providing us with some humor and, I don't know, for giving Essie the most backhanded information ever. (laughs) Okay, Uh, well, there you have it. Uh, That's uh, tied with our third selection, which was the job improvements. And that's our poll. As always, our next poll will be announced at the end of the episode. So we're just going to make a couple quick announcements and get into our callers. With that... We are taking comments and questions via Skype today for those of you who are with us to do the calls. If you want to ask a question before or after your call has been made, go ahead and we'll try and pepper those throughout the show and get them in there. Uh, We're taking questions. uh, Ani, Fusion, the two of us, if you want to ask us something, we'll take those and answer them to the best of our abilities. 
All right. Well, we're going to get right into our callers now. First caller of the day is Ravencroft of Hades, a third time caller now. Three episodes, three, three times calling. Excellent. Welcome back, Ravencroft. Thank you. Thank you. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Just been busy with college and, you know, working and all. We can all relate. Definitely. How did bananas treat you? Um, crap. I just got <laughs> Join the plus, club. Ten, plus 10 inventory space. I'm actually happy about that. Everybody's the winner at the end of Mog Bonanza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Minus 20K plus 10 inventory space. Oh, okay, yeah. well, what did you want to talk about today? Actually, I wanted to talk about for, Final for, uh, Fantasy fourteen today. Uh, I, you know, I'm actually anticipating this. You know, not only you know as being you know a fan of the series for a long time, but also as a gamer because uh, this is actually the first MMO I ever played with. You know, Final Fantasy eleven, and I actually played different ones. I even played uh, World of Warcraft, which I really didn't like at all because you know you were like really isolated. And you're doing all these quests, and it wasn't really that great. I even played uh, Dungeons and Dragons online. Uh, I had a friend who went and played that. Yeah, it sucked. I tried it for about twenty for, minutes, and I got really, really bored. I yeah, I mean, that. did you? I beta, I beta tested it as well, and I'm like, okay, this is nice, um, free to play, sweet, but um, nah. I mean, it, it just sits there on my programs next to, I don't know, Steam and Mass Effect. But uh, I'm actually really excited because it's, it looks like it's going to be very different. It's basically the first uh, MMO that's going to be, you know, in HD for us. Uh, you know, you, we can play it on PlayStation 3 and PC. But, I mean, I was I was really let down when Jack Trenton from Sony said, yeah, um, it's going to be on PlayStation 3. And then exclusively. Like okay, what? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even understand what he said. But he said it was going to be there exclusively for PlayStation 3. But then Square Enix said it's going to be out for PlayStation 3 and PC. And I know the reason why they're not going to put it on Xbox 360. It's because uh, the it was made before 2005. So all the specs to it are not up that are up to date now. And also, we've been hearing a lot of, you know, Red Rings of Death. So that's what made, you know, Square Enix not put the um, Final Fantasy XIV on there. But what I'm anticipating is, uh, are they going to be able to give us what we want with fourteen? Because basically, we're playing an HD version of eleven. Because I was looking at all the screenshots... And what I saw was familiar places. I mean, everyone's going to remember, oh, that looks like Lothian Plateau. That looks like the Valcom Dunes. Oh, that looks like Tavnasia, but it's not. Yeah. Well, FF11 did a great job of incorporating so many different environments. It's going to be hard not to repeat them. I know. It's it's just that it's graphically, this is going to be one of the best MMOs, but they're going to be up in competition with two other games that, that are going to be coming out uh, in an MMO community. Star Wars, the Knights of the Old Republic Online, and also DC Universe Online. And uh, Star Trek, too. And WoW. Uh, well, Star Trek, Star Trek I want to say, is, is uh, starting uh, already. Well, the beta yeah, will yeah. we'll be shortly. Um, Lego Universe is coming out. Um, there's, there's a lot of stuff coming out. You know, the, the one thing 
that that Final Fantasy 11 or that 11 and 14 will be having going for it um, is that they're playable um, on multiple platforms. Yeah. Um, there's there's hasn't been a 360 version um, announced yet. Um, from what we do understand, um, that is something that Square Enix wants to do. Um, but the ball is in Microsoft's court right now. Um, just with the way that they handle uh, games on Xbox Live and stuff, they're trying to make more money or something off of it. Um, but uh, Final Fantasy XIV for 360 is definitely something um, that we'll probably end up be you know seeing sooner or later. Here, it'll probably be you know another year or so before something gets worked out. Um, but you know when, when Dra- Jack Trenton did say uh, it was a PS3 exclusive, um, I, I took that as a console exclusive. Um, which, you know, these days means they'll have it a year before and then it'll come out for, for the other platform. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, console, console exclusivity for MMOs uh, is uh, a, a very, very dangerous thing. Um, and, uh, you know, all it takes is just looking at EverQuest Adventures to, to really kind of put the nail in that coffin and say that this is definitely not a good idea. However, um, I have heard recently that Microsoft is going to uh, be looking at reworking their Xbox Live Marketplace system and look at removing Microsoft points. There's currently uh, a lawsuit pending against Microsoft for the Microsoft points where, um, you know, the lawyers basically claiming that you buy bundles of points and then you end up uh, with points left over that you never end up using. And it's, it's wasted money. It's built in obsolescence. And so he's suing Microsoft for it. And if they, you know, if they end up restructuring their marketplace system, that may end up, uh, you know, blowing, blowing through some of that red tape. Although um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft was already busy at work developing new hardware, uh, considering some of the graphic jumps that uh, that we've seen uh, uh, recently, especially you know with uh, you know new uh, GeForce models coming out and um, a, a lot of the stuff that's going on. Uh, I can't remember the other one. The the AMD. GTX. Yeah. There's also the GTX models that are coming out from NVIDIA as well. That and too, big, yeah. I mean, I put down a lot of money for, uh, I think, one of their latest ones, which was the GTX 285. I mean, I, a year before, I was yeah. building my new PC because I had a feeling that uh, Rapture was 14. And good thing my intuition was right about that because basically my computer is Windows 7 ready. And also Final Fantasy XIV ready because I'm going to be playing on PC. I could I could be playing on PlayStation Three as well, but I'm not because I don't know if it's because they're saying that they're going to be running it differently. And also, I want to go go back with Xbox 360. I wanted to talk about how different the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation Three are different. I looked at images from a game of Ninja Gaiden Two. There's also a PlayStation 3 version known as Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2. I looked at Ninja Gaiden 2. Graphically, it's inferior to the Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2. And I'm saying this from experience because I saw a lot of graphical changes. I mean, uh, it's like a huge overhaul on graphics upgrading with the PlayStation 3. So I know for a fact that it's going to run Final Fantasy XIV like it's nothing. Okay, it's gonna run it great. I'm just having problems with 
Xbox 360 because their chipset had to be uh, in compliance to European standards in order to have a worldwide release. That's why a lot of the Xbox 360s are having problems. Well, I will say this about console exclusivity. For a long time, before Xbox 360 users came into FF11, when they did, a lot of the PS2 users and PC users were like, oh, God, here comes a ton of noobs and 13-year-olds. and jackasses from Xbox Live that I try to avoid. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm but telling at the, same, at the same time, that influx of noobs was like crafting's godsend because all that gear became necessary for a whole new group of users. We got partying was feasible again for a long time. Finding mission groups was feasible again. It totally breathed new life into the game. There were it it, it, it really did. It opened up for a, a whole new class of people, or not class, but a whole new wave of of new players. And uh, you know, it, it it just it made the game. I think have. Uh, that much more uh, of a lifespan to be yeah, honest. It gave it a, a second life almost. Yeah. It, when you look back at it, would. How about a second wind? Second yeah, life. Second wind. Not, would okay. FF11 still be running like it is right now, even if in a smaller section without the 360 add on, or would it pretty much be getting ready Actually, to shut down? I want to say something. If yeah. you want to breathe more life into it, put the game on Mac. You'll get more people to play. That I agree. A friend of mine plays on Mac and she's like, I would love to play FF11, but it doesn't work on Mac. And Look, I think I mean they put friggin' Mac in the first place. Yeah, I'm, I agree. I have I have no sympathy, no pity for you. <laughs> it's your fault. Don't complain because you bought a Mac. Not hey, if you're if, a, you, if you're a, a big Mac gamer, don't get a Mac. I had a Mac back. I had a, actually an Apple laptop back in 2002. I pressed one button, the thing broke. <laughs> all right. all fairness, she said her next computer would be a PC, so here's hope. Right. Yeah. You know that you know the segments I'm a Mac and I'm a PC? Whack. <laughs> Mac's jaw has just been broken. Yeah, right. I'm a PC, okay, and I and I really love it. But uh, going going back to the difference between consoles, um, you know, it, it really depends on the game um, and the people that are working on it. Um, I mean, you know, you look at uh, Bayonetta, which just recently came out, um, came out on Xbox, came out on PS3. Uh, the PS3 version is inferior, um, whereas, you know, uh, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2 on PS3 is, is superior to its Xbox counterpart it's just you know it really depends on on you know fallout the studio and the, the developers well and and that's yeah then that that happened too with with fallout um you know the ghostbusters game was a, another example of that it's just you know they and the, the big thing is when you know when making a game like that where it's multi-platform and you know it's the same fixed release date for both games it's more of okay we just need to get this up running on both consoles and you know, not so much. Okay, we need to tweak it out over on this system and tweak it up on this system. That's kind of like the last part of the development phase that they do. Fusion, so, I do want to. Uh, I do want to tell you something about Bayonetta. They, uh, Sony, not Sega. Sony actually put out a patch for uh, the loading times for Bayonetta to be. I had heard of that. Faster. Yeah. They actually put in an install feature, uh, and Sony actually yelled at Sega, saying, "What the hell." You know, you were supposed to have it up to standard. It's because uh, Sega wanted to make it for the 360, but they they were make they can make better sales if they put on PlayStation 3 okay. as well. But here's the thing: 
don't make a botched version of a game for one console and make a superior system, uh, one for another system. If you're going to do something like what Tecmo did, where they released Ninja Gaiden 2 exclusively for Microsoft, then they had a, another contract deal with Sony, and they amped it up for uh, their PS3 version, which is the Sigma ver- uh, series. Mm-hmm. Put some more effort into it. Uh, uh, I mean... You know, this is one of these businesses that they're starting to cut people. I mean, electronic arts is starting to uh, fire a lot of people. I mean, pandemic uh, is no longer available. Okay, that's a that's a deceased company which I would like to work with in time. Uh, I'm just hoping that they don't fire people from Bioware. I mean, they're making a, ma- a lot of amazing games right now. I mean, I mean, I think everyone here uh, listening to it is playing Dragon Age right right about now. I finished. <laughs> Well, I, I gotta agree, Raven. We've uh, reached our time limit for uh, cer- certainly for one caller, so we gotta let you go pretty quick here. Uh, are there any final thoughts you wanted to get out? Uh, have fun playing Final Fantasy 13 and 14 coming out, and also uh, be on a lookout for um, us. And, you know, with any new episodes with LBR. Uh, I gotta go yell at Frost for something though. All right. Well, yell at him for us too. All right. All right. Take it easy, Raven. See ya. Bye. And, you know, one one other thing, too, to mention before we completely go off this topic, um, talking about, you know, the difference between um, console versions or PC versions. Um, they have come out and said that um, they will be using different texture sets between the PS3 and the PC. Um, you know, the PC will be higher or, or superior, um, you know, over the PS3. The PS3, I believe, is being capped at, uh, at 720p. Um, which, you know, that, that may be, you know, a good way of saying, Hey, you know, we know what we did with 11 with the, you know, PS2 limitations or whatever. And maybe they were putting something in place, you know, from the beginning so that later on, if, you know, people are screaming for some kind of graphic overhaul or whatever, they can do it more easily. So that's true. Sounds like a good idea to me. Yeah. I'm going to oh, drink man. some Mountain Dew. I love this giant two liter just sitting next to the bed. So, yeah, I think uh, Ravencroft makes some pretty good points. Uh, let's see what our next caller has to say about it. We're going to go to Cypheron of Ifrit. Cypheron, welcome to Voices of Anadil. Hello, hello. Thanks for Hi having there. me. How are you? Good. How are you guys? We're doing pretty good. I'm okay. Doing all right. All right. Cool. Let's speculate about stuff. But, yeah, it's a speculation I thought. We should be speculating. What do you want to speculate nope. about? Nobody can be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to talk about like the second half of there's four deci- uh, disciplines apparently in this game, but the second half of it hasn't been really uh, touched on yet. And I want to talk about how they can improve it from 11 um, because these uh, aspects in 11 are, aren't very entertaining to be honest. Um, bas- mainly I want to talk about uh discipline of the land, which basically no information's out, out on yet. So uh, um, they already discussed that, uh, the uh, gear is going to be degrading, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So that that'll make it. You'll you'll need uh, replacement materials. So um, I think the 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 helm aspect of a Final Fantasy XI uh, harvest, excavate, L, uh, logging, and mining that'll be much more important in this game because it'll, there'll be a constant need for it. But the uh, the bad thing is in eleven. Uh, helm is just not very exciting activity at all. 
Um, they even tried to uh, bring it back in the uh, add-ons, like, oh, here's Helm. But people still didn't care about it. So um, I'm just sort of worried that... Yeah. <laughs> no information has been released about it. I'm sort of worried that maybe they haven't fleshed it out enough so that people will want to do it. And so that's why they haven't talked about it. We've actually uh, gotten, um, if, if you read some of the, uh, like the lore that they have on the official site, um, we do know that there's, you know, there's going to be a fisherman. Um, there's going to be what looks to be like a trapper. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's some subtle hints in there that, that say, you know, tell us maybe what we'll see. Um, it's just that it hasn't been, you know, for certain yet. They haven't said, you know, come out and said, okay, here's the disciplines. But they, yeah. they do hint at them. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be tons, uh, lots of interesting disciplines. I just hope they're actually worthwhile to play. Like um, crafting in, in a, I mean, helming in 11 is just not a very viable pursuit. And introducing a skill element, which w- would be a very good idea, because in 11, you could be like a, 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 like a level 100 smither or like a level one in RSE and still you still have the same chance when you swing that pickaxe of getting whatever as long as you can get to the get to the spot right yeah i agree uh back in the day when i needed money i used to do a lot of harvesting run around in gideas looking for red moco grass for 20k a stack right uh but that's a pretty boring six hour grind right there (laughs) just run around tab until you find uh harvesting point Click it. Yeah, I try. I try getting into goldsmithing, and I got up to the mithril stage, and you're in the palber of mines, and I'm. After a while, you're just like, this is this isn't fun anymore. And I'm running out of songs to list on my Winamp playlist while wandering, yeah. wandering around the caves. Yeah, the only exciting so, part for me ever was maybe a Yagudo NM would pop, and I could get something crappy or nothing, more likely. Right. But so, I'm just very interested to see the update when they talk about disciplines of the land uh, class and how they'll make it interesting. To do um, a, sort of the same thing for crafting, like um, they changed the fishing mechanic in eleven only as like a deterrent to RMT, right? But at least it was sort of a mini game, like fight to the left, fight to the right. I'm yes. hoping there's uh, like maybe a, a more complex mechanic for the uh, crafting and the land class, so that the actual activity itself isn't just waiting for a dice roll to happen and hoping it's a high quality like. If you had some input into uh, influencing it to a better better outcome, it'd be much more entertaining to do, and you would actually want to level it up just for the gameplay of it instead of the end result of, I can make this and I can make that. So, you get a metal detector. Walk around. Find stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm also, uh, I'm also very excited about the prospect of uh, getting into ground, f- ground floor of a craft. Um, when the game came out in the U.S., well, North America. I'm from Canada, actually, so I actually got some Tim Hortons before I came out here. But oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh this joke talk. is not invading my show. Yeah. Uh, yes, it will. Oh yeah. Hey. But if you remember, if you guys been playing it as long, um, it was impossible to get in the crafting game, especially when you first started. Mm-hmm. The actual uh, crafting material, the crystals, were like the main source of income for people because they're worth way six k a stack. Oh, you remember that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's- I was around. Those were the days. I was the one farming them, you know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Jack, jacking up the price. Remember, remember that jerk that was trying to sell him a 10K stack? That was me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you were on Ifrit, were you? <laughs> no, we had people like that on Ifrit as well. Um, you used to have so, to buy bronze ingots from the shop because making them with crystals wasn't cost effective. 
Yeah, yeah, I was I was really excited when they started Synergy. I'm like, well, this is a chance to get in on the ground floor of a new craft. But when it more info was released, it, it it was basically based on existing crafts, which right. my highest was like 32 goldsmithing, and you can't really do any. Plus, the the complications of uh, Synergy were just insane. I still don't understand it completely. But Synergy is one of those things where it's like you have to do this to do more of this, and you have to do this to get better things with this it's it's i think really what synergy was it was a way to get people out and camp nms that people no longer needed and they just wanted to try and get people to to craft more but i think they went about it the wrong way because you need to have already done crafting to do synergy so Mm, yeah yeah i'm I'm hoping that synergy is not a taste of what's in 14 because I don't think so i saw crafting in 14 to be an actual alternative you know, for yeah. fun, a fun alternative of something to do when you're not going out of a group running dungeons or leveling or doing anything of that sort. Yeah, crafting will, will work a lot better in 14 than 11 um, because it'll be necessary. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with with armor and weapons degrading. You know, whether they be right. made of metals or you know leather or whatever. Um, and another thing too is you know they're actually disciplines. They're like job classes this time around, which will mean. Uh, you know, we may be seeing, um, you know, special armor or special weapons that will, you know, give you, uh, you know, a better chance of like an HQ type thing or right. you know, something like that. Um, you know, as far as actually, you know, you know, helm like going out and, and obtaining the stuff, you know, I, I can't see it being drastically different um, than it is in any other MMO right now. You know, you have to go out and you have to to find, you know, the the the, the copper vein or you know a, a bush to harvest or whatever. Um, you know, I think I think some things like you know, if if there is indeed uh, a trapper discipline, that could be kind of interesting to see how that plays out. Um, they they very well could do some kind of mini game for that. Um, but I just, I mean, I, I would I would really like to see more information about that. Well, one thing yeah. I, I have to see uh, for crafter being a job class, I, I would think maybe it's function is like a buffer of some kind maybe when you're doing a run if you have a craft in your group your armor doesn't degrade as much or you you your armor stronger it gets bonuses i would think it's something along it, those lines it depends lines. At, at the rate of the you know at how fast it degrades but i mean if if you're just you know one of the, the big things with 14 is they want it to be you know a more casual game than 11 they want people to be able to log in for 30 minutes and do something if you know you don't necessarily you know i think the way that i see it is if i get on you know, I have maybe 45 minutes to kill. I can go and do a guild leaf, you know, get some quick XP or gill or whatever. And then if some of my stuff needs repairing, if I have blacksmith leveled, I can just, sw- you know, swap in my hammer and just fix it myself. That way I don't need to go and, you know, shout for a blacksmith or anything like that. I think it'd be a way for people to get involved with crafting more, you know, more initially just because it's for their own use. But they could also then kind of expand on that and, you know, try to make money with it as well by making armor and weapons. And they might they might find out that they actually enjoy doing it and might actually lean toward uh, the blacksmith more than the swinging the sword. You never know. I'm all for the idea of being able to accomplish something in 30 minutes of play, so long as I'm not fully leveled after four months. You know, I want to take some time. Like that first time getting to level 75 on FF11, that was an accomplishment because it's hard to get to level 75 or the, oh, yeah. I did it was well, really and, and even now too with with 14 it's it's not necessarily you know level based as it is skill based or maybe even ability based i mean you could be you know max skill but you know depending on how they do abilities you may have to 
you know, you, there may still be abilities that you have to, you know, get a certain piece of armor or, uh, or a certain weapon to learn. So even after you're kind of at the cap, so to speak, there's still stuff that you can get. That's true. Right. Um, I also see the uh, overarching uh, dependence on the classes from one another. Um, like the uh, the fighting in the mage classes will need the crafters to fix their stuff. The crafters will need uh, the discipline of the land guys to get their stuff. And I could see, like, the melees and the magic, like, murking out to the uh, the land guys to get them to the dangerous areas so they can harvest the stuff. So. I, mean, I can see in the future, uh, definitely when this starts coming out a little bit more, I, I can see, like, you have a party set up of different crafters and you have a, a melee party and a mage party and you guys are all going out and going to fight a dungeon and then something breaks midway gotta go to the crafter crafter's gotta fix it and or, or depending on you know the limitations of you know switching disciplines you may be able to just you know take a break and you know repair your stuff mid-run we don't know sure, how that'll sure. work yet i could see the most valuable materials being in like the most dangerous areas possible so you would Absolutely. need like yeah, uh, you need like a good group of fighters even to get there, so you can harvest this stuff. So. And and even even in eleven, you know, we see that you know some of the higher up, like the H and M's, will drop, um, you know, materials used for crafting. Um, right. And I I think that's definitely a possibility for more so for fourteen, just because it seems like crafting is more of a, a part of the game, just the system overall, than it is in eleven. And eleven is just kind of a thing on the side that you can do. But with 14, it's all kind of wrapped in with, you know, the fighting and then the mage classes and everything. It's all in together. Right. It's one of the four disciplines. It's like one of the four quarters of it. So Mm -hmm. I'm just excited. Like in 11, I I basically played a passive class. I was the white mage. When when the melees turned into a fine paste, I was there to pick up the pieces. So I'm looking forward to um, maybe even not even going on the battlefield and trying to Mm -hmm. go through 14 like like crafting and or doing the land out it's, it's an interesting idea i mean there, there's definitely you know potential to do that you may not even have to play a you know a, a, a war or magic discipline you may be able just to log on and, and craft some stuff and, and progress in some manner so of course be, we're just this is just speculation but course, i just right. i find the idea like fascinating so all right, Cypher. Well, uh, we've once again reached our uh, time limit pretty much, but as your first-time caller, you get to make some shout-outs if you'd like to. Anyone you want to make a special um, announcement to? Sure. Um, the blue link shell, it's just the color. That's the name of our link shell on Ifrit. All the, all the, all the uh, we have, like, tons of red mages, samurais. All the all, uh, the people I've known for, like, since basically the game came out, they're they're the reason I'm still playing eleven right now. So, big shout out to the Blue Link Shell and Ifrit. All right, cool. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Cipher. Thank you for having me. Yep, good talking to you. Later. Bye bye. I I gotta say I, I like some of his ideas. He was he makes some good points about Helm and about crafting. Mm-hmm. I I since this is our speculationathon, I'd like to speculate an idea. How about this? crafter makes the gear for like every run every time you go into a quote-unquote raid type area the cra- you need a crafter to make the gear or something like that like <laughs> that sounds like something that they could do later in the game like some random raid where like the first 10 minutes you have to like gather materials for the blacksmith or something everyone enters naked and you have to have a crafter to make yeah. the armor that'd be sweet like a, it's like a salvage almost yeah that'd be great yeah <laughs> yeah exactly almost like salvage Although uh, I thought uh, I thought another interesting idea might be, you know, uh, while high tier NMs might drop, you know, really great gear or a couple of really great pieces of gear, 
you know, some of the crafting materials that NMs drop in FF11 would have to be harvested from the area that they spawn in. I mean, you can't really right. go there on your own and harvest or you know what have you but you know you go with a with a big raid party after that thing is dead you bring in your your harvesters or what have you and and collect what's what's around i, I could i could see like yeah. a like a group go in and fight you know some kind of like big thing like on a beach somewhere and then at the end all right everybody pull out your fishing rods let's do it <laughs> let's, let's get us some golden trout. We got five minutes. We got five minutes before the big baddies come back. We got to fish. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah. Spawn times don't work like that. Come on All now. Things we do for fish. <laughs> right. HNN okay. fishing. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. I'll go back on mute now. All right, X. Thanks. Okay. Let's see. We're going to be moving right along into our next caller. Next, we have Firefly of Bismarck Server. Woo, representing. Welcome to the show, Firefly. Hello. I'm so excited we have your accent on the show. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, because you, you kept telling me it was Irish. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. I can't no. believe it. I'm no, of no, Scottish no. descent, and I mistook her accent for Irish. <laughs> he could have said worse. He could have said English. You know, the, the Scots and Irish, there's no problem there. But if he had said English... There might have been be a holy war on our hands. A dismembered kitty somewhere. Oh, geez. Yeah, <laughs> people actually refer to me as kitty, so I guess I can't uh, get her too mad at me or I'll be in trouble. Uh, mm-hmm. So, FF14, what do you think? Oh, I'm I'm actually not looking forward to it. I don't think I'll be playing it. What? Yes. Yes. Oh. See. Oh no. <laughs> We're getting someone on the other end of the spectrum. I. I mean, I've only been playing Final Fantasy XI for maybe three years, mm. um, and you know, there's, there's people that have, you know, a lot of my friends have been playing a lot longer than that, um, and it's like, you know, you put in all that effort into a character, and you know, you've got your jobs and everything, you're, you're leveling your craft and. And then it's like, oh, yeah, this new game comes out. Woohoo, let's all, you know, jump ship type thing. Because let's face it, yeah, people are going to play both for a little while and then they're going to realize, you know, they're pay- playing, uh, paying sorry, for two online games. And then they'll, you know, I don't know. It's just I don't think I wanted to go there, you know. Well, I, I admit that uh, the idea of starting all over from scratch Having to relearn, to learn a new game, learn a new world, to be getting lost again. I, actually, the idea of getting lost again in a world sounds kind of exciting to me. But the idea of being level zero or whatever it's going to be again—that is kind of a daunting feeling. I actually find it exciting. I, so, yeah. well, I've already yeah, played I don't mind that so much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't I don't mind you know starting a new game but while final fantasy 11 is still going i don't think i really want to you know this game's been your home for so long why jump ship yeah and you know like um Sephiron said you know earlier you know i mean half the time i just log on you know <laughs> you don't have anything really in particular to do you're just logging on to talk to your friends you know and you know you start final fantasy 14 it's new people and and the, the other thing is, you know, is is it really going to attract more new people, do you think? Or is it just going to be people who play Final Fantasy XI and, you know, not as many? 
I think it's going to do both. What we're probably looking at, we're going to see a lot of influx from 11 to 14. That's a given. But I think if SC does their marketing properly, we're going to see a lot of people that are giving the Final Fantasy MMO a second look, you know, due to the popularity of 11 and potentially getting tired of other MMOs such as WoW or Star Trek. Wow, yeah, I mean, you know, we've we've talked a lot on I think all the podcasts, you know, how 11 is is kind of going on the decline a little bit. Um, it, it's it's not as bad with some M- other MMOs, but, you know, people are getting kind of tired of WoW. You know, they've been playing it for so long, and everybody's looking for something new. There's always a bunch of new MMOs coming out. Um, you know, they are aiming 14. They're, yeah, yeah, obviously, you know, at the uh, the players that are playing 11 right now, but they're also trying to attract new uh, MMO players in general. I mean, I jumped it twice. Um, I jumped it once when Ottergon came out and I was only Black Mage. Yeah, I don't need explanation for that one. But I came back and I finished it. And I jump shipped um, last year, was it? Yep, just was last it, year. Just last year. Yes. And it went to WoW for about three months. I I did everything for a class yeah. in three months. Uh, leveled up, level 80, got two professions fully capped, got all my basic professions capped. Uh, and I got to Old War, started run doing gear ones there, and I got really bored. Pretty much. You even took me with you, and I got through it almost as fast and boring after that. Yeah, I jumped back to 11. Yep, and we're home. Yeah, that, I mean, that that's the biggest problem, though, I mean, is that, you know, with, with 11, it takes longer to, to do stuff than it does in, in like, say, WoW. And, that, you know, because of that, um, you get more of an attachment to it. You know, you invest all this time into it, and, you know, 14 comes along, you're like, well, I don't really want to just kind of leave all, you know, all that work and just go over here. Um, you know, one of the things that people have been talking about um, as something that Square Enix could maybe do is some type of, uh, you know, like a bundle subscription where you play, you know, pay, a, you know, a flat rate and you get access to both 11 um, and 14, which could be nice. Um, you know, another thing, too, to look at, um, a perfect example of probably what Square Enix doesn't want to happen since they're investing all this time into 14. Um, if you look at EverQuest, um, you know, <laughs> EverQuest 2 came out, people were getting hyped, like, all right, and it comes out, they play it, and a lot of them went back to EverQuest 1. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we we could very well see the same thing, you know, happen with, you know, 11 and 14. You know, it's, it's kind of up in the air still, but um, you know, I think there's always going to be people out there that are always going to be kind of, you know, loyal, uh, so to speak, to 11. Um, you know, I think when, when 14 comes out, everyone's going to try it you know, regardless of if they have the mindset of I'm just going to leave 11 and go to 14, everyone's going to at least want to kind of get their toes wet and see, you know, what 14 is all about. Um, and then, you know, wait maybe four, five, six months after launch. That's when we'll start seeing the people that are like, okay, I'm leaving 11 to go to 14 or I'm staying in 11. And, you know, once people kind of get a feeling of what, you know, gameplay and everything is like in 14, we'll see kind of how the population is going to drift from, you know, between the two games. Well, no, no doubt it's critical that SE has to make make sure FF14 sucks you in off the bat. They cannot develop a stigma uh, that FF14 isn't as good as FF11, or it's going to be like EverQuest 2, and it's just going to be doomed to fail. The, the beginning of the game has to suck you in. Oh, yeah, I think it will. I think, I think you're going to get a lot of people that will go and, you know, kind of play Final Fantasy 14, but then I think, you know, give it a couple of months. And they'll all be coming back, you know. I mean, it's it's not just Zal that's you know from from my link show that's left. Um, 
sorry, Zero. That's left, uh-huh. um, <laughs> that's left, you know, and gone to play uh, World of Warcraft and then come back. You know, there's a few people that have been like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, I went, you know, <laughs> went over there, didn't like it, come back, you know. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. could we could very well <laughs> see the same thing with Eleven, and you know, we talked a little bit earlier about um, you know Vanifest coming out. If they do actually announce um, either you know add-on scenarios or an expansion or something in between, um, you know, I think that'll hold a lot of the people that are playing Eleven in the game a little longer. You know, with fourteen coming out. You know, they'll try it, but they're like, you know, there's still this new expansion or this new content that's, you know, just came out or is coming out for 11 that I want to try. So I think that, you know, whatever they have at Vanifest uh, for, for our kind of big surprise, I think that'll probably help keep, you know, some people um, still subscribing to 11. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you've, you've said about the marketing earlier. Um, I don't know how it is over there, but here... Final Fantasy doesn't really get too much hype, you know, it's so I mean, it was my brother that got me into Final Fantasy 11, I mean, I played like, you know the, the other games on the Playstation whatever, you know, but it, there was no like, big drive for, an, you know, Final Fantasy online, mm-hmm. so I mean, when Wings of the Goddess came out I, I couldn't buy that anywhere, y- you know, I mean we're talking about not just, you know, the local town. We're talking about, you know, the cities. I, c- I couldn't get it anywhere. I had to order it online. It's, it's not marketed so much over here. So I don't know how Final Fantasy fourteen is going to go, but I, I don't think it's going to pull so much from this country. Which uh, which copy of Wings of the Goddess were you trying to get a hold of? Um, I actually had both. I had for PC and Xbox. So I was trying okay. to get both. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know people have been having problems getting hold of um, the PlayStation 2 discs for 11, and I think that that's more so of the you know just the stores aren't really stocking new PS2 stuff as much. But if it's if it's you know PC and, and 360, I, I don't know what to say to that. That's kind of unusual that they wouldn't have it. Zerus of Bismarck comments: They need to finish Wings of the Goddess before announcing another expansion. And I really kind of echo those thoughts. Uh, we're going into what our almost our third year of Wings of the Goddess being out, and it's still not done. I want to see the end of it. Keep already. in mind, though, they announced Wings of the Goddess before Otter Gone was completed, though. Yeah, yeah but yeah, and and even then, after Wings came out, they were still adding stuff to Otter Gone. Precedent. I mean, this this is where where Wings is right now at E3 in in the interview. Tanaka said there is one year of content planned for Final Fantasy XI. Yeah. All right. So that was that we have like six months or so left. In that time, I mean, that's this is where we are right now with Wings is about where we were with Otter Gone when they said there's a new expansion coming out. So it makes sense that they're like, all right, we're getting ready to roll out this new one, and we're going to talk about it at Vanifest. Yeah, to be honest, I mean, Wings of the Goddess rolled out really quickly kind of after Otter Gone because it was, what, a, a two-year stint between COP and Otter Gone and then only maybe about one, one and a half between Otter Gone. Yeah, it, it, I mean, at least it didn't feel as long. Yeah, and, I mean, ad- admittedly, they are stretching out Wings of the Goddess. I mean, this isn't a secret to anybody. In a sense, it's understandable, but I mean, they need well, to end it. With dropping down to quarterly updates, though, of course content is going to be rolled out slower. I, I, you know, I think, though, dropping down to quarterly content and upping the, the quality 
of content with Wings of the Goddess because there is no question that Wings of the Goddess, as far as what they do with the in-game engine, is by far the most advanced stuff that they've well, been so doing. It should probably be noted, too. I've, I've heard they're actually outsourcing a lot of the animation work for Wings of the Goddess. Really? No, no kidding. I've, I heard that somewhere. I can't remember where. Speculation. But I mean, you know, it's it's hard to say. Like, you know, we t- obviously like Wings of the Goddess. I mean, it's they've been stretching it out. But when we do get new storyline with it, it's good storyline. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then they'll they'll toss in something like an add-on scenario that's horrible. I mean, you know, pay content. You know, ten bucks for this mission line and like the two cutscenes from Winders that we got with you know the uh the update for the expansion that came out three years ago is like infinitely better than you know all the add-ons combined you know it's just it's kind of weird you know it's like you know a little chunk of gold right here and then like this big pile of horse manure that you have to pay for but uh well it it basically comes down to whether you whether or not you want to shell out 10 bucks for that item at the end i mean yeah that's, How that's, bad do you want pants? Right, exactly. And I mean, I hate to, I hate to kind of bottom line it like that, but you know, for a lot of players, that's kind of the make or break. Do that's I? That's what want, it was. Yeah, it's, it's. Do you want the gear at the end? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I'll tell you what, the 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 quality, and I I really, there's a part of me that really hates saying this, but the quality that uh, the add-on scenarios are just do not justify shelling out the 10 bucks but nope. items do so it's kind of a you know it's kind of a toss-up and then you get stuck with having to do you know really kind of this repetitive crap with collecting hexes or whatever the hell you know whatever mini game mm-hmm. and, and you know one of the things too to note in all the add-ons so they arbitrary. they integrate some some part of the game system that people no longer do I mean, with with the Moogle yeah, yeah. add-on, it was like chocobo digging. Um, you know, with Shantoto, there was some of the, the the Soul Trapper like taking pictures with stuff. They really need to like Square Enix. Don't you know put the stuff in because no one's using it. We're not using it for a reason because it's bad. Don't force us to use it. Make it better or add something new that we'll actually use. Well, I don't say it's bad per se. I want to say that the end result doesn't justify the effort put into it. Yeah, I think that that's that's a really great way to put it because you know. It, at the end, what's what's you know what keeps me coming back to doing chocobo racing or chocobo raising? I mean, having your own chocobo is really nice if you want to you know pay the money for the chocobo whistle, which I personally don't. But it's not that much. Okay, for someone who has money. Um, but I, I mean, you know, I don't, I can't, I don't have time to farm. I don't have, I barely have time to log on anymore. Uh, I'll, I'll be, yes. I'll be totally honest with you. I know that some of my fellow, uh, you know, fellow Hades residents are here and they can attest to the fact that, you know, since my semester started, I have just been far too strapped for time to, to really, you know, make, make time to, to get on anymore. So, you know, I have no income. I'm, I'm not selling anything. So yeah, it's for me, for me, something like that is kind of a big expense. Um, but you know what I mean? Like the, there's no gear at the end of, of Chocobo racing that is like, Oh yeah, I, I want that 
it's going to make me better at chocobo racing. You like, can get that those those bodies that came out in the last update with like riding time or something. <laughs> oh, great. Riding time. That's really what I want. Another example of Square Enix spending time developing things that no one is going to want or need. It, it's it's built-in obsolescence, really, if you think about it. It's it 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 makes it makes no sense. I mean, if there was like, you know, kind of like a, a you know, a, a decent piece of gear that you could get out of chocobo racing in in some form or fashion, people would do it, but it, it's just, I mean, well, even, even then, like you can get, tr- like you can get trophies from Chocobo racing, like cool furniture pieces. All right. This is me talking. You can get furniture <laughs> from Chocobo racing. I hate it. I'm never going to touch it. It's just a pain in the butt. Well, the main draw for me for doing Chocobo racing money. If you do the, uh, the circuit races, it's actually a decent amount of gear if you win. But if you think about it, if you actually put not, not even like a halfway decent piece of gear, if you put a really good piece of gear at the end of Chocobo Racing, do you know how many people would be doing it right now? Mm-hmm. Or, or Pancradion, or uh, you know what I mean? If one decent piece of gear came out of that, people would actually do it. Well, Pancreation, I think, is is kind of an exception because when they came out with ZNMs, they kind of forced people on that a little bit. A little, well, yeah, yeah. they did, yeah. Which is which is another thing. It's like you know, don't make us do this. Like we're not doing it because we don't like it. Like why would you? Why would you do this to us? It's horrible. That's one of the biggest complaints. I mean, in, in my link shell, we do a lot of, you know, end game stuff. And, you know, someone will be like, hey, you know, what about ZNMs? And we're like, it's, it's, it's too much of a hassle to go out and, like, take pictures. It's just a big time sink. Well, my thoughts on it for the add ons I wore Conte pants for three years. Before I wore Conte pants, I wore Barone pants. I don't care what I had to do to get a new looking leg piece. I wanted <laughs> something to equip. I would have paid 20 bucks for those stupid pants. But at the same time, if those add-on scenarios are the reason we've gotten like a total of ten Wings of the Goddess missions in the last year, that sucks. Well, I mean, they, they the way I see it, I mean, they said that you know as the add-ons come out, they're they're still going to be releasing updates for Wings of the Goddess, and and while that may be true, I think that because of the add-ons, they've been able to stretch out Wings of the Goddess a little bit. You know, if, if they didn't have the add-ons, I think we, we very may well have seen, you know, a couple more missions or whatever per update. But they can still, you know, say, oh, but we're giving you Wings updates with the add-ons. So it's, it's you know, they're still kind of keeping to their word. But really, it's, I think they were using it kind of as a substitute for, you know, it's all just stalling up to 14 because they're so busy working on all this stuff. They're just making it longer or last longer. Well, I'm, I'm glad they're stretching it out and all. But at the same time, it's a really good storyline. I want to see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really enjoying Wings of the Goddess storyline. Probably the most I've enjoyed one since COP. COP. It's not as good as COP, but it's it, it's not. I'm enjoying no. it. The, yeah. the, the best cutscene in the game right now is the the last uh, cutscene for the Winders missions, the Windy S missions. Best cutscene hands down in the entire game. Um, and, and that's just that's just kind of like a side quest thing. That's not really. I mean, the, the way oh. that they weave the mission, the nation missions into the storyline, you know, you kind of have to Thanks. do those too. But I mean, it's 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 really really amazing what they've you know how far they've come with with uh, storytelling and everything. I wonder how Sandy's quest line is. We need to finish that. Yeah, we do. I know. We've been saying we need to do it for a while. And we just never get around to it because Zay's is never on. 
Yeah, it's you know kind of the problem. Reason. I tried sure. fighting that NM. It was. It's, it, they, yeah. they mentioned Tabnazia in it, so it's 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 decent. Oh, now I really want to see it actually. Yeah, just mention it. They never show you it, but they. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, no, we're not doing spoilers yet for Wings of the Gods. We'll do that. Everybody knows what happens with Tabnazia. They just kind of talk about it in a different way. Uh, Firefly, I'm sorry. We've kind of been uh, talking over here. You, we, you got us going on a good tangent. I'll forgive you. That's fine. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to bring up or do some shout-outs or anything before we let you go? No, just, you know, woo, hands of fate. Yeah. I'm Bismarck. Woo! <laughs> Apart from that, yeah, because I I got two nice shiny new items today, so I'm I'm happy. I got That's my Della earring from Jar and I got my rostrum pumps. Nice. nice. Oh yeah, oh. our pumps were ones today. Where was I? Yeah, Oops. where were you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fine. No, because we actually helping. we got um we got the NM to pop on the nice. first one. It was second, and the second and third pops it actually popped first time so we were nice. there so you weren't sitting out there for an hour killing respawns no, for an hour down that. that's 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 a bunch of fun that was so crap we were like this is not happening how long have we been here an hour no way yeah <laughs> so <laughs> tonight was like woohoo three three pairs of rust and pumps in like you know half an hour very nice minutes. well thanks uh firefly it's good talking to you it was good talking to you too. Hope to hear from you again. Irish accent. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to live that down, by the way. No, I'm not. I'm sure I will hear about that until the end of time or until F14 comes out. See uh-huh. you tomorrow. Yep. Oh, yep. Take it easy. Anything exciting? Um, we're going to be focusing on some jailers. I now have everything from what we had when, you know, from the continuum of time since Hoff has been running Sea of Different Leaders, I now have every single pop item that we've obtained. Uh, we actually have a JOL, surprisingly. Oh, of yeah. love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not touching that one for a while. We're going to oh, get I'm a couple ready. more pops. Can I have the love torque? No. Oh, I'll take it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody on our link show will take that quite happily, you know. Yeah, sure. There's going to be a hell of a queue for that one. Oh, I'll bet. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, Firefly. We'll talk to you again sometime. Okie dokie. See you guys later. See you tomorrow. Well, you know, I got to say, this episode is going like the complete opposite of how I planned it out. I was planning on having callers on for like quick one-minute, two-minute calls and just have a bunch of callers so they could ask questions and give a quick thought. You see how that worked? I know. Now we're having 10-minute calls, 15-minute calls. I'm doing this complete opposite of how I intended, but oh well. It's a good time. We're having a great one. And uh, yeah, on to the next caller. Where we're welcoming back Zerus of Bismarck. Zerus, hi. Hi, how's it going, guys? My nemesis. Right. Uh, we're gonna have to hold off on that, though. So we're we're gonna you're gonna yeah, have to put that's aside that's your differences. Right. You're putting aside your differences, and we're gonna be civil today. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Yeah. Right. All right. F of fourteen. Zerus, what do you think? Um. I'm kind of sitting on the fence on it right now myself. I'm not really sure if I'm going to play it. I, if I, I'm, a couple of my friends are going to be picking it up, so I might give it a shot on their accounts, see if it's something for me. But at the moment, I'm currently disinclined to get it, given all the problems that we've been having with Eleven, dealing with um, the hackings, the issues with trying to get through to Square Enix customer service. It's just not exactly been the most easygoing experience from that end of the game. Oh, Square Enix customer horror stories. Oh, I have a beautiful one for another day. Yeah. Uh, 
I gotta agree. Yeah, I had my share too. Do you remember my account got hacked once? Ah, uh, yes. I, I gotta agree. Uh, the customer service definitely leaves a little bit desired. And then there's the issues with credit cards and going to the verified by Visa. And all. we've had a lot of issues that people have felt have been building up for things to fix in FF14. But at the same time, I, I, I don't know if I can just readily believe that the customer service and things like that are going to be any better when we get to 14. And at the same time, I've had such a great time in FF11 that I can't really fault them too heavily for it. Like, I could definitely never go back and say, I wish I never started playing this game. So, I, can, I guess I can't fault, or rather, the game a game's going to have its is issues. I mean, uh, 11 is an amazingly fun game. Yes, it's exactly. It's just the customer service aspects that, I, that I'm worried about is going to carry over to 14. Because if they're not, not planning to do anything to fix or upgrade that, I mean, they already probably lost a good chunk of customers over that. If they're not even going to bother upgrading their service that way, I can imagine there's a lot of people that aren't even going to transfer over. You know, really, in their in Square Enix's defense, they were the first MMO company, the big, the the first large MMO publisher to take a hardline stance against RMT, and you know what they've done to counteract RMT has, in general. And for the most part, been fairly positive. Um, and and that aspect of it, uh, I'm all for. I think that you know they did a really really good job with that. They you know they kind of set the standard for the way that MMOs deal with RMT. Either you come right out of the gate, and it's a direct combat again you know game versus rmt or you streamline it make it part of the game where you have microtransactions i'm not exactly for that but you know that's another way to do it I and mean, i and i think that their their decision to take a hardline stance against it and i mean the fact that they put rmt on the fence enough to the to the point where they start hacking customers yeah that's really bad and and i mean yes Square Enix, it, when it comes to hackings, they've they it can be a little bit slow. I'll I'll I will admit that, but the fact that they address it at all, I think is is a step in the right direction. So you know, from just personally, uh, from my standpoint, I think that they've they've done a really good job as far as you know, as far as battling RMT is concerned. I don't think anybody disagrees with the fact that SE's um, stance against RMT and their directives against RMT are admirable. The problem that most people are having, let's jump back to FanFest when they announced the RMT Poner coming out. And we're first, you know, somewhat automated, a band structure to find RMT-related traits. The first thing that gone for everybody's head was, oh... False positives. <laughs> How's that going to work? Well, we found that out the hard way with the uh, the gardening bands. And, you know, it's just no one wants to pick up the phone, you know, wake up, LM17, stay on hold for an hour, just to be told that you're on to your band by. Mink. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of different problems. Um, I would say, you know, right off the bat, um, it's it's not necessarily that 
there are hackings. I mean, any game you play, any MMO these days, there's going to be, you know, scams to try and, and get account information and everything like that. Um, the, the thing that, that Square Enix can change, though, um, is, is how they deal with it. Um, and, you know, there's, we've always, you know, we're always hearing horror stories about, you know, people trying to get recount, uh, accounts restored um, and, you know, having to wait for, you know, support or GMs or anything like that. And, you know, there's, we've been hearing about, you know, a lot of inconsistencies with, with GM calls and all this stuff. But it's just, uh, I, I totally lost where I was going with that. <laughs> That's great. I started out, I'm like, all right, I got it. And then it's like, nothing. They need to streamline their customer service protocols. There you go. Make, make it everything so pretty much cut and dry and more efficient. So that way you're not getting GM number one tells you, too bad, you're screwed. GM number two says, oh, we'll look into it. And GM three says, no, you're actually worse screwed. Yeah, they also need to be open on the weekends. People play games on the weekends, Square. It's not a big surprise. People play the that game is, on the weekend. As always, that's been a huge jump in RMT when they uh, – when attacks yeah, I mean, happen, if, if there's nobody in the Friday. office, they're, yeah, exactly. After 7 o'clock, oh, you're done. All right, let's go, guys. Let's uh, jump in here, steal counts, and hey, look, it's the weekend. The damage has been done. Wonderful. I mean, and another thing, too, and I'm sure that everyone's probably heard, uh, you know, something about it. It's the, you know, their policy on, like, item or character restoration. One time. That's it. You get hacked a second time, you lose stuff, too bad. I have a visual screenshot of a conversation with the senior GM that says if you have the token, that you are guaranteed an unlimited number of restores. There you go. No kidding. Mm-hmm. That's good. Wow. I want to see that. I'll show sometime. you later. Um, but that's it. That, the token is another great point that everybody should just have one of those. It, it really yeah. makes it virtually impossible for an RMT to get your account unless you do something silly and give a third party your your token number and and, your, and you know and it's so. it's kind of an odd thing to think about. But if if Square Enix really wanted to push account security, they could make it a mandatory thing. Um, you know, 14's not out yet. I mean, you know, you could get a token in the box with it if you buy it, mm-hmm. or if you, you know, if you buy it online or something, maybe they could throw in the price of the token into that and you can get it shipped. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard. It should have been boxed with the, new, with the new Vonadil collection, hands down. That would have been nice. Yeah. But I mean, you know, one of the things, because um, WoW uses the same kind of thing. Um, and I'm not, I'm not sure if this is the case now, but when we were just starting to get wind of our security tokens, um, you know, looking at the stuff that Blizzard uses, uh, the, the authenticator, like they're always sold out cause they, it's, it's hard to keep them, you know, in supply. So, oh yeah. I mean, that's an issue to consider. Um, one thing yeah. that Blizzard did do, um, and we, we actually kind of talked about doing other kind of like apps and stuff on the last episode of Aetherite Radio with using the iPhone. They actually have um, an application for the iPhone that acts like uh, the token would be, where you push the number and it gives you your, your login code. That's a good idea. So, I mean, they could they could do that, too. I mean, there's there's a bunch of different ways that they could do it. But if, if they made it a mandatory thing, I mean, you know, people are always going to get hacked. I mean, that's that's, you know, that's not like it's surprising or anything. No matter what happens, someone's going to find a way eventually to get into your account. Um, but the way that, you know, Square Enix tries to prevent it and handles it, if it does happen, that's that's the big thing to look at. Definitely. I agree. I have a question. What would because a lot of people complained about the fact that they had to buy the authenticator, which I thought was kind of silly. But what would you rather have? The way it is now, you buy the authenticator, you get your Mog satchel, and it's sweet. 
or the authenticator's free, you don't get a MOG satchel. Which would you have preferred? Well, it, it, it's hard to say because, I mean, inventory is such a big problem in this game. The developers <laughs> know that. And then, you know, they release something like Synergy, which is the most situational gear you have ever seen. But, you know, I, I enjoy the Mog Satchel. If it didn't come with the token, I'm sure they would have found another way to put it into the game. Um, but really, the reasoning for that was so that more people would get the token and that would reduce, you know, time that, you know, people in the support center have to spend talking to people and, and trying to restore accounts. So, I mean, really, it's for our benefit as much as it is for theirs to get the tokens out to everybody. I just thought it was funny that they were like bribing us to make our accounts more secure by giving. And it worked, didn't it? Oh, yeah, it worked fine. Don't get me definitely. wrong. It's yep, not. I just got mine in on the first run. That was definitely worth it. It's I mean, not, it, it's it was not. easy too. You just go in, you say, "I want it," and they're like, "All right, we'll bill you. It's on its way." Or we'll be, you know, in five years when we get them back in stock. <laughs> you know, unless you're me and you had to wait three months for years. Oh, is there? That's a story for another time. time. Trying to get it. We'll, we'll go over that sometime, though. Yeah, we will. Oh yeah, uh, Zaris, you got anything else you wanted to make a point on? I love Synergy. It's the greatest new crafting system ever. Well, there's a fresh opinion. All right. Let's get some better Evilith. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about the Synergy system is the colors of the armor affect what Eviliths you can put on them. Which I think is a stupid idea. Tacky armor for the lose. Yeah, they're the only way you can get the good mage armor is you have to make it white, which looks ugly on black mages and scholars. It's the new it's the new ZNNs. Get great gear, but have it look like crap. I don't I don't know, man. If you get like the new the new dagger, like you can get some cool like like the way the weapons work, it's like you'll get two two Evolith slots for something relating to weapon skills for that weapon, and then the, the third one is magic. What am I going to use magic for if I'm like on dancer or thief and using that dagger? Wind weapon skill <laughs> ninjutsu entity up. What, what am I like? I'm not using magic. Like currently, my uh, Evan Coates has uh, three magic attack versus amorphs, which are like puddings and jellies and stuff. But it's I'm it's very very situational. God, is it ever towards uh, Lemurians? We we're complaining about inventory space, and they're like, "Here's a thing to use only when nuking puddings." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Because black mages don't have to carry enough around. Yeah. I I really hope that they'll just open it up. I, I, you know, they seem to like to play conservative with the first round of, of like, you know, things that they release. Whenever it's like new gear, it's never really awesome. But like later they'll, they'll add more to it. That makes it super sweet. You know, holy hell, treasure hunter plus five eveleth. What? Oh, yeah, mm. if we get that, just imagine how many people are going to be camping that in. Oh, yeah, TH plus one would be. Yeah, if, you, if you thought Sky was bad when RMT were up there, wait until people start camping the uh, the TH5 eveleth NM. Right. It's a whole Drops new game. Yeah, it would, too. Yeah, right. Well, Zaris, I'd ask you if you have any shout outs you want to make, but. I think we already know them. Yeah, shout out to everyone in Hands of Fate again. Um, that's pretty much no, it. Got one. I uh, know. See, Hands of Fate, they get a lot of love on this show, I gotta say. Well, considering I'm a sack holder in shell. Hmm. Bunch of yeah. suck ups. Uh, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Ups. Just kidding. <laughs> no, but really. I also want to shout out to one of my older friends, Gummy Bear, who just recently came back. Oh, always an exciting day when a friend comes back. My friend, uh, my friends Mercy and Dominic came back to the game not long ago. What an exciting day that was. Yeah, if only my friend Junk Bunny would come back. 
All right, good stuff then. Uh, Zaris, we will see you back on the show soon, but that's a secret we're not going to give away until the end of the episode. So for now, so long, Zaris. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, now we have a, a special guest caller. We have one of the LBR Network hosts calling in today. We have Edwith of Elegantly Edwith, who we talked about a little earlier in the show. Uh, Edwith of Leviathan, I'm told. Yes. Hey, everyone. What's up? What's up, Edwith? Hey. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm in Dynamis dying right now, actually. Which... You know, that, that seems to be a recurring theme on our show. We have people dying in events while calling into our show. Maybe it's just it's just the distraction. No, not really. I don't I don't know. It's just Windurs. Windurs is curse. No, it is. It is. On Link Show rules are going to be you cannot be calling into Voices of Vanadio while attending our events or something like that. Eventually, I unless you're Vicky. That. Unless you're Vicky, right? <laughs> so, uh, Edworth, tell us a little bit about uh, Elegantly Edworth. The episode eleven just came out. Am I correct? Yes, that episode was a retrospective episode of the past five years i guess six years actually technically of final fantasy 11 we had some great people on like steak from pfa and dj play school who's always always uh interesting and yeah you should check it out it's a it's interesting and the next episode is with chinchilla and Ooh. from from pfa and it's going to be about job expectations and parties so that's also a must. They never hear. tell me that they're on these things. What's the deal with that? <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know. They could tell you these. I'm gonna have things. to I'm gonna have to have a word with those people. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know I don't know. Oh yeah. I'm gonna give them a uh, firm talking to. <laughs> oh yeah. So Edwith, uh, today is of course the FF14 speculationathon here on Voices of Anadil. What do you think? Okay. For 14, I'm first off. I want to say I'm super excited. I'm going to try it no matter what. Even if even if the reviews are horrible, I'm still going to try it, which I sincerely doubt. But um, my question is, events like Dynamis and H&Ms, I feel like they're archaic in the way how long they take. 24 hour spawn times, three hours, four hours in Dynamis. This these are like relics of of the beginning stages of Final Fantasy, even as you can see with progression, uh, with the, with the progression of Final Fantasy 11 within itself, Limbus is a shorter event and, and Salvage is a shorter event. Nizal Isle is a shorter event. Can, do you think we can expect to see any 24 hour spawns or three hour events in 14? That is my question. Maybe it's possible. I mean, you know, the first thing that they really talked about when 14 came out was the guild leaf system, which is essentially it just sounds like assaults kind of just scattered around in a more open environment. Um, you know, maybe more uh, similar to the uh, fields of valor that we have right now in 11. Um, but they've also said that there are going to be things for, you know, the, the end gamers or the, the more hardcore uh, gamers. So, I mean, there, there very well could be something, uh, you know, like a longer event or, you know, H&M type mobs that have a long respawn or something. Personally, I think it's going to be a scaled down version. I think we're going to see, like, I don't think we're going to be see, seeing NMs that are three to seven day spawns anymore. I think maybe the longer yeah. NMs will be 24 hour spawns. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to see like Jorman Gandhi pops once every five days. Was it? Is it three to five days? Something like that. I don't think we'll see that anymore. And the three hour, four hour Dynamis events, I think those will probably be scaled down. I mean, in the longer events will be two hours, two and a half hours, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like, I know we'll never see another nm that takes 20 hours to kill i think actually that we'll end up seeing more small events like assaults or more timed events like salvage and that 
there will I, I'm sure that there will still be some of those, you know, longer pop time NMs or, you know, longer events. But I think that there will be less of them uh, for 14. Um, at least that's 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 how I would I would probably do it. I would increase the amount of, you know, timed events, shorter events so people can, you know, s- schedule around it and also to make them uh, you know kind of like uh instant zones where you don't have to schedule like you do for dynamis or mm-hmm. you know you're not fighting people for pops like you are for kings um and and you know it, 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 it combine that with you know things like in in sky or in c where you know once an nm is popped that that triple question mark doesn't respawn for a while those kind of things i think that those will be quicker i don't think that the that the downtime between uh pops for nms will will be as long but uh, you know who knows it it could be anything my personal opinion about the length of events um, I don't mind the three-hour events as long as I'm actively doing things. The biggest problem I have with Dynamis, for example, I do it anyway, but it's just boring. I mean, I'm going mm-hmm. through, pull a mob, bunch of mobs spawn, kill them all, rinse, repeat. Three hours later, we're done, go home. Um, one of the things that I read or was announced that 14 will be having a focus on, instead of throwing a bunch of cracking your darks at a, at a boss mob, there'll actually be some tactics thrown in, which that says to me we're going to have some sort of maybe dungeon or raid system that require you to actually pay attention to what you're doing and not be less like you'll fall into that lackadaisical you know, nuke this, move next statue. And, and even yeah. then, I mean, you know, that could be something that they're already considering, you know, tying into like the guild leave system, you know, get a leave and you have to go in and infiltrate this area with, you know, these beastmen or whatever. And we, you know, one of the, the screenshots actually we saw with the last update too, we can see, you know, some, some players, um, you know, in some kind of dungeon like setting fighting beastmen. So, you know, if I can, if real quick, if I can just relate this to a different set of games, um, I, I was just having this conversation with, with my roommate the other day, you know, call of duty, modern warfare two is nice. If, you know, if you're looking for, you know, a, a team deathmatch style shooter or an all out kind of shooter, but the, the, this game that was released recently released for the PS three mag, is more objective based and less just an all out shooter. You have different, you know, you have different objectives and there are different, I mean, there are different game modes in modern warfare too, but even still when you're playing a different game mode, it's still all about the kills. So, you know, in a game that takes the emphasis off the kill death ratio, with with mag two, it helps because there's so many people. Yeah. So it puts it puts less less pressure on the individual. I mean, you know, you play a, a smaller game like you know Call of Duty or or you know Team Fortress or something. You could have one guy on the other team that's just you know winning it for everybody. But when you have you know like 256 players, one guy is really not going to make that big of a difference. Right. Right. Which so, I think has its ups and downs. I, I like to feel like I'm making a difference on my team, but at the same time, I don't want to be losing to the other team because they have one guy who's got and a bunch of noobs. I actually beta tested Mag back before it was uh, went out to open beta. It, yeah. it actually looked really, really nice for a FPS. It, it did look like um, it took the best aspects from Modern Warfare 2, and it really gave them a more tactical feel. And that's something I really appreciated about it. 
Exactly. You can do the same thing with MMOs and open it up and make it a little bit more tactical. And, you know, let's let's face it, raids have been well established within MMOs. And at this point, if FF14 decided to use raid models for some of their events, you know, who who could blame them? They're not really cribbing off anything. It's like a kind of a MMO standard at this point. In fact, for FF4 or FF11 not to have raids is kind of a, a, you know, an odd thing at this point. So, you know, I, I mean, granted, the game's not really built around it, but there are ways to, you know, make make a game kind of fit around a, a raid model and still have other, you know, end game play styles as well. Mm-hmm. All good thoughts. Edward, what do you think? I think, personally, I would rather not have um, crazy event timers like like just doing dynamics right now i'm just i'm over it i've been here for two hours i don't really feel the need to do it for another hour i'd rather i'd rather do salvage or night where it's 100 minutes or 30 minutes and i could and i and i could put myself out like i could work as hard as i can for the entire time and not feel worry about burning out but you can't you can't do that with an event as long as dynamics you can't work as hard as you can the entire time so i'd, I'd rather have quality over quantity I think something that I have to give the devs a little bit credit on. Dynamis is the only event I ever heard of in an MMO that you've been doing it for the past five years and you still need stuff out of it. Yeah. You look at Dynamis, and the reason I think it's so long is because back when it came out, what else was there to do once it hit endgame? That and Dynamis was much harder. You didn't have the gear that you have today. You didn't have the job combinations that you have today. You don't have the experience that you have today. Dynamis was it was probably a honest to God challenge to go all three hours that's probably was unheard of at the time people would probably get wiped out after maybe an hour and a half it probably wasn't a three-hour event when it first was uh created i don't know if anyone was around when it first came out i was not high enough level to do it but i would imagine it was a lot harder than it is today and that's probably why it was okay and like you say the gear that you get out of it you still need it i mean i wouldn't be anything without my worm armament i need that thing for so long mm-hmm I had get a soaring helm, but it's not as good. I had friends at the time that were doing Dynamis. I was never high enough level to do it, but I, I'm, I don't remember much from that time. I think I've drank all those brain cells away. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Edwith, do you want to make any shout-outs? Sure. Um, I'd like to give a shout-out to Caitlin. Thank you for moving to Leviathan for me. And also, Opiate, thank you for taking a chance of moving to Leviathan. And um, I want to give a shout-out to... Connection lost my social LS and uh, connection speed my new Einerjar LS that I just started. And if you're on Leviathan, please check it out. I'm when, when did Opie move to Leviathan? Um, I'm sorry. Uh, so I'll. T- so yeah, that's pretty much it. When did Opie move to Leviathan? Oh, he uh, February second, actually. But what? I don't know. He was leaving. And the yeah. Jerk. <laughs> I, yeah. So. I just um, finished COP forum. This is how he repays me. <laughs> he posted it in the forums. Doesn't matter. Jeez, Fusion, people are leaving your server. Your co-hosts are hosting other shows. You need to get on top of things. Yeah, come to Biz. What's going on anymore? Come to Bismarck. No one's come to our server since like we got there. Um, I don't know. Like looking at Carbuncle, like it's like a little blue squirrel and then like a big whale. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Little see. I'm like a DM better off. We're nothing. Bismarck is just a big old whale. Yep. Bismarck is a huge whale. What game was that out of? Uh, which Final Fantasy was that out of? I do not remember. 
six. I might have been six. Fine, I haven't beat six yet. <laughs> kind of want to say five. I know that one. All yeah, right, I'm pretty sure it's six. All right then. Well, that's, I'm, I'm, that's the one I'm working on right now. I just started it, but you know, I don't have any free time. So, you know, to be honest, like I, I I'll, I'm going to just sidebar here for a second. I've been really frustrated with video games because there, you know, it's like it's 2010 and there's still not a narrative that I think beats final fantasy six. And I don't think that there's an excuse for that. I'm, I'm kind of a, I, I agree with you on that, but <laughs> the reason I haven't gotten through six, the, the bigger reason is I was on a crusade to beat them all. And I was working on five. I got about 32 oh, hours into the game. I'm at the boss before X death, the f- final boss. And I lost my save data and oh, I man. cried just a little bit. But I, I, I cried have to, no. I tried, <laughs> I tried bringing you know, it back from the dead. It did not work. You know, what has a real good story is uh, uncharted too. You know, no, I've been hearing a lot of good things about Uncharted. It's just I don't really have, don't have a PlayStation. Three hundred bucks, yeah, yeah. It's it's good. I mean, it, it it got Game of the Year for a reason. If I did, if I had three hundred dollars, you bet I would play. You know, if if we ever if if I ever come up there for anything, I'll bring up my PS3 and Uncharted too. <laughs> have you played Bioshock Nero? Uh, no, I'm Ooh. I have. Go pick that, it up. That's a good one. You'll enjoy the storyline. You can get that on, like, you can get that on Steam, I, like five it's bucks. Dirt cheap now. Yeah. Actually, you can get it on. You can uh, download it on uh, 360 off of the the marketplace. You know, I'm not even yeah, a huge fan that. of survival horror anymore, but I really enjoyed Bioshock. What a great game! That's yeah, not really uh, survival horror though. It's more of a. It's just a sh- shooter. It's a shooter. Really yeah, good. a really good story. I want Alan Wake to come out. I want it to come out now because it's not like five years. God damn it. I've been hearing about this game for so long. Yeah. And since I have all I've heard around it is like twin peaks and, and dark tower comparisons. And I'm like, I have to, I have to like play this game. I, and uh, there it's are never so coming. many games coming out in the next two months. I know it's... there's Bioshock is coming out. Heavy rains coming out. Bad company two 13's coming out. You know, we'll probably yeah. Try. All right. Well, we've been running on once again. So, Edwith, thank you for very much for calling into the show. We appreciate it. Uh, maybe for a couple more thoughts on that, we're going to go to PS Expert of Fairy Server. I think this might be our first time or fairy. I don't think we've had a fairy yet. Fairy up in Zetton. How you doing, PS Expert? Hey, thanks. I'm very uh, sorry about me dropping. Um, it's a pleasure being here with you guys. I want to shout out to all of you. And to the rest of the community. Hey, nice. We get a shout out on our own show. Rockin' <laughs> Sweet. PS Extra, yeah. what do you think about uh, F14? Oh, I'm ecstatic. I can't wait. I signed up. I'm still in college, so I'm, give, I'm patient. I'm giving it time to escalate. Lord so knows you have to be patient to do college. It's, it's, a, it's kind of a passive hype. And everybody's just, you know, just talking nonsense on Eorzopedia and, you know, drawing ideas out there. But, you know, you have to really put your mind at ease and be ready for that that new world because I I think we still have a lot of Final Fantasy XI to get through. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, yeah, I got to say, we've had a lot of, a big range of people, uh, how they th- feel about FF14 from I'm not going to play it to I can't wait. It's We've gotten everything in all the middle ground. But yeah, it, it really is. It's going to be a whole new thing. It's going to be, like I said earlier, I'm ecstatic that I'm going to be able to get lost again in in and do you remember back in the day when if you got lost in Vanadil, you were probably going to die and it was going to cost you experience? Oh, get lost, yep. get aggroed, MPK, uh, a lot of party. Oh, that was fun. You I was happen- there. I was part of it. And- you know what happened the first time I tried to get to Juno? <laughs> I ended up running down in Ordell's caves trying to figure out, like, where's the heck's the exit to Juno? I could swear it was right here. No, I was yes. completely in the wrong place. Right. Just a bit. Yeah, didn't even get close. Well, it certainly isn't nearly as bad as how you thought that. Uh, that no, no. All right. <laughs> Quiet. No, we're not talking about that again. Uh, that ram was not a mining point. Oh, it wasn't. Leave me alone. I hate that story. PS2 limitations. <laughs> PS2 limitation. No e machine limitations was the problem. <laughs> Stupid ram looked uh, like a giant rock. Yeah, I'm from Ferry. Um, I know nobody have heard of Juanita. Um, I want to give a shout out to her. She passed away on the first year I met her online, and she introduced me to the whole partying system in the dunes. Oh, and I'm like, okay. I was so connections dipping so in. Lost. <laughs> All right, well, uh, sorry about uh, that PS expert. We're going to have to let you go. The Skype is not allowing us to continue this call, but we're going to move right along into our last caller of the evening. We have KitKat of Odin calling. We have an Odinite. What's going on, guys? Not too much. Hey, How are you what's doing? what's happening? Uh, not much. Just sitting here getting ready to do Omega. Ooh, always awesome. exciting. Are you in line for any hamum? Ah, nah, I just joined this link shell about a month ago, so I got a lot of climbing and points to do. All right, well, every you Omega buffer, if you're doing stuff. that while you're on here, you might die. <laughs> that seems to be the trend. If you're doing events while you're on VLV, things don't go well for your shell, or at least you. Um, uh, I can multitask pretty well. All right, well, uh, what do you want to talk about? What are your thoughts on FF14? Well, I, I'm very excited about it. Um, when the uh, bay announcement came out, I... I just waited and waited for the sign-up, and I signed up the day it came out, hoping I could get in on that beta. I don't know. How many of you guys have signed up for the beta? Oh, we all we have. All are. <laughs> I think everyone probably has by now, yeah. Yeah, it'd be awesome if it could be, you know, we could hook up on there. Uh, I know a lot of people in my link should also sign up for the beta. Do you guys mind if I if I dip a little bit into the uh, uh, Vanifest announcement? Not at all. Oh, go ahead. Sure. Okay, well... Um, this might this particularly has something to do with eleven two, but I decided to throw this in there. Um, if you noticed that uh, every time they announced an expansion for eleven, it came about one or two updates before they finished the previous expansion. So if they were going to release an expansion for eleven, I think this would be the perfect time they would do it. Is during the Vanifest. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, also, I think they will would re- might release the uh, start of the beta had an announcement for the start of the beta. That's what I'm thinking the 14 announcement is going to relate to. They said they're going to do some little minor thing about 14, and then it's going to be primary 11-based. And then there's going to be a big announcement. Yeah, history is definitely on your side with those thoughts, Kit Kat. Uh, I wouldn't be at all surprised to see that be the case, and that would be extremely exciting. I'd be pumped. And, you know, one thing to take into consideration, too, is, you know, um, we saw 14 at Gamescom 
Um, and then at Tokyo Game Show, there really wasn't anything for it because they were pushing 13. Banifest is going to happen, and then a couple weeks later, four, or 13 is going to be out in the U.S., and so then they can just focus on 14 globally. So that's that's a very good time for them to, uh, to start talking about or even start the beta, I think. Boy, I hope they have a 13 demo booth like they did for uh, Last Remnant, because I know I really enjoy ra- Last Remnant. I, I really enjoyed watching like the HD, the big plasma TVs, and having like the final copy of the game lagging. Um, um, that was that was awesome. And yes. I think they are both reading off of cue cards that SE has sent to them. I love the Last Remnant. <laughs> the last remnant was the best game ever honest to god i was playing last remnant earlier and i couldn't tell you why <laughs> i just i don't i have no idea why he needed I, to do something i heard the pc version if you have a good video card is playable I, I had actually gotten the demo off of steam i played it for like 20 minutes and i got rid of it no the problem with i'll tell you what the problem with last remnant is the fact that the main character is voiced by the guy who plays the main character from Bleach in the uh, American version. Oh, God. Yeah, and um, look, no offense to anyone who might be a fan of his, uh, but he sucks. And... (laughs) (laughs) No offense, no offense at all. But he's terrible. No, like horrible. But, but he's no, but he is miserable. And and I, I'm sorry, but when you start every single fight, every single engagement with, yeah, let's kick some a, I, that gets me really excited about a game. Oh, and you know, right. that's, that's a problem too. In some of the newer games coming out, I mean, um, you know, the, the that, that game that just came out what was it like Dark Void or something like that? Dark Stalkers? No, no, it was Dark Void. Like Dark right. Void, yeah, like the 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 guy from Uncharted Two, Nolan North, he's doing yeah. the voice for that character, and it's like every time you hear him talk, you just think of the other game. Well, I'll, tell you like, should, I'll tell you who should have done it, hmm. Kristen Freeman. I don't know if any of you ever seen Helsing, but the, the American anime main character, best voice actor ever. There Pretty are some soon. great there are some great voice actors, and I'll tell you what, there are some even better amateur voice actors out there that you I got to be careful with reusing people though. Say what? You got to be careful with reusing people, though, in that industry. I mean, yeah. when I was playing the Dark Void demo, every time I heard his voice, I kept thinking of Uncharted. Yeah. Like, I mean, Dark Void, it, was, it wasn't that great of a game. And so, like, to have, you know, the guy voicing the main character, you know, who has just done work in a game that won, like, Game of the Year, you're like, something feels really wrong with this game. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, the, what's the new game coming out where you're fighting the angels are down on Earth and you got to get I don't know. Is that one? No, it doesn't sound like that. It's the one where you play to play as uh, the God of War. Oh, that's Dark Dark Stalkers. I think. Dark no, Stalkers. No, Dark that? Striders. Dark something. something like that. Every time I hear that guy talk, I can I can only think of uh, the guy who did the uh, words in Mortal Kombat. Round one, <laughs> fight. You know they're they're bringing the movie franchise back. I know. Yes, it they scares are. Me. You know who's God playing Raiden? Wait. That's right. Christopher Lambert reprising his role as Raiden. Oh, it's like the only redeeming thing I heard about it so far. It's supposed to be a darker version of the first movie, which is good in my opinion. I hope to God that they have the same kind of bumping soundtrack that the first Mortal Kombat <laughs> had. And, and, and Liu Kang needs to turn into a poorly CG dragon at the end. And <laughs> that would be great. And someone needs to get punched into the nuts by Johnny Cage. If they have those elements, it'll be a great movie. <laughs> What are these tangents we keep going off on? <laughs> We're doing great at it so far. We're not editing this out, though. This is no, going to be not. This is, this oh, is amazing. Oh, man. 
All right, uh, Kit Kat. Sorry about that. You guys are anything else you wanted to bring up? Oh no, that's that's, that's totally fine. Um, no, but did you uh, hear that? I know the last episode of LBR I was listening to actually yesterday, and uh, you're talking about the Vanifest and all that. And um, did you read up that only people who have a Japanese plan line ID, plan yep. ID can get into it? That's yeah. true. Um, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It's a lottery it system too. Um, so what, the way it works, and they've done this before. Um, mm-hmm. Where you basically just you go on to the site and you're like, all right, I'm interested, and then they'll do a lottery, and if you get in, you get in. Um, this year, the tickets are actually free, um, but you need to you know kind of pass the prereq and then get into the lottery. So it's a little bit more difficult to get into uh, for this year. You know how many tickets are gonna be sold or I given do. away? One thousand one hundred and fourteen. Oh, that's what it was. Eleven fourteen. Eleven fourteen. <laughs> it's a pun. Uh, I know and laughed. It's uh, an awesome pun. Or, I enjoy or, it. You know, like the guy set out like an one, extra chair and like the guys at Square. Like, what are you doing? It's coming out January first, two thousand fourteen. How about that for a slap across the face? <laughs> Ooh, that would be interesting. That was that was really that was, the reason. That was interesting when that came out. Everyone's like, it's the release date. I'm like, it's clearly not the release date. It's talking about eleven and fourteen. Like, people, come on. Better not be the release date. There's 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 healthy speculation and then there's absurdity. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, that rune like rumor in Diablo 2 which gave the least day for Diablo 3. It wasn't that far off. <laughs> yes it was. What did it, did it say it was coming out in 2013? No. Oh no, it was 2009 9909 wasn't that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't even close. Just a little off. Yeah. <laughs> Look that up sometime. It is like the most ridiculous read you'll ever read. Oh, the thing where he goes to like the the 20 steps and how he came to finding this date based all off the what rune was it? The Jaw rune, the jaw rune, yeah. yeah, something like that. It was stupid. Oh, but yes, we digress again. Uh, Kit Kat, do you have any shout outs or things you want to make? Uh, well, I actually want to shout out the sale. I haven't seen him on uh, LBR in a while, and I've seen him on the forums a little bit, but you know, I don't get to see him on or hear hear him on the show. And I kind of want to shout out to him and the happy birthday. I know his birthday just passed. Yeah. yeah, I know he just had a birthday. I, I said happy birthday to him. Um, actually, I got a question for you, real quick, Aniro. Is, yeah. uh Is Juxta gonna be back on the show now permanently, or is he just kind of? He's now. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Actually, oh, you heard that? <laughs> actually, uh, the uh, the the LBR community might be able to uh, influence that decision. So, uh, more about that on oh, episode one. <laughs> you've, you've heard the beginnings of it on Voices of Anadio, ladies and gentlemen. Start your spamming. And uh, on the note of sale, uh, we were, haven't mentioned this yet, but we are hoping to have him as a guest host on a upcoming episode. We're not sure exactly which one, but we are hoping to coax him into guest hosting an episode for us so get excited yeah here's that we that idea was born back uh when we were on episode 40 what was it 7 48 of limit break radio maybe yeah all the all the emails were about sale it was just like geez gotta get this guy on the show (laughs) (laughs) all right uh kit kat thank you very much for calling in oh yeah no problem guys uh thanks for having me it was it was great being out here yep good luck with omega Oh, thanks. We haven't even left Juno yet. We're still sitting here, so. Oh well, see, we didn't get you killed tonight. We're glad. <laughs> or are we? Next time, gadget. Next, Next time. time. <laughs> All right, uh, take it easy, Kit Kat. All right, y'all have a good night. Yep, you too. You too. All right, and with that, 
We are finished with our callers, and we're going to be saying goodnight to a Nero who has very pressing manners, and he was really great to have him with our all our callers and stick with us for as long as he did. Aniro, we really appreciate it. Hey, not a problem. I was glad to be here, guys. Yep. Thank you very much. Have a great night, and have a great coming week. I know you're excited for events that are coming up that I'm not going to mention. And, uh, yep, take it easy, man. <laughs> All right. See see you guys later. Thanks for all the callers. Take care. Night. Take care, Annie. But you're still stuck with me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're not stuck with you. <laughs> we're, uh, we're we're thrilled to have you to guide us through the last few segments. Of oh, the you'll show. you'll you'll learn. <laughs> we you see now we're now we're actually man down because I was thinking about it. Normally it's Zero, myself, Zays, and a guest host. But this week we didn't have Zays. But we had two guest hosts to make up for it, so it was kind of balancing out. Now we're again man down, so now we're actually shorthanded. What are we going to do about I it? I could, I could, I could pull out like a split personality for you. We're doing great. We're through our callers, and we're on to everyone's favorite segment, the lamer of the month. Notice I don't say gamer and lamer of the month anymore because we never get a gamer of the month, and this is kind of depressing to me, really, because is there? Is so much of the goodwill that was in FF11 at one time gone that no one has done anything worthy of being Gamer of the Month? People, if you're out there and listening to this, think of someone who's helped you. Send him in as a Gamer of the Month. They deserve your recognition. We're getting nothing. Tell you what, it's, I'm going to nominate myself as Gamer of the Month for helping OP finish COP. God damn it, I'm going to take it back because he's leaving Carby. You were Gamer of the Month last month. Employee of the month wall, where it's all like the one guy. That's pretty much what we're going to be at. We've had a Nero and you, and then the one person, the the white mage. That's about it. It's it's kind of depressing, but uh, yes. So people, send us in your ideas for gamers of the month. Make your nominations. What a great way to say happy Valentine's Day or happy Easter or Merry Christmas or happy birthday. Your gamer of the month. What, what more could you want? But exactly, we have nothing. We want something. So let's move on to the lamer of the month, shall we? Lamer of the month. Right. Who are you this month? This month, you are the lamer of the month. If you are that guy who, when you're shouting for help, sends a tell saying, oh, you just need job X and job Y, and you'll have no problem getting through that. And then they won't help you with it. It's like, come on. I've looked up how to do the fight. I know how to do the fight. Don't tell me how to do the fight and then not be willing to help. Leave me alone. You know? Anyone ever been there? It's annoying. Drives me nuts. Enough. Seriously. It's just been... You know what, though? Sometimes if you don't get the shouts or you get the people saying, oh, you can do this by yourself or something, sometimes it'll motivate you to try something new. I tried doing uh, one of the... I forget which one. It was one of the Bastok missions. You have to fight uh, some golems in, in Romave or something, and I couldn't really get anybody for it. I slowed it on my derg. On the derg? On the derg? On the derg. I was, oh. it, was, it, it sucked because it's a random like question mark that, that spawns around. So I was fighting this thing. On one side of me, I had a pot. On the other end, I had a, a weapon. So like if, if they even moved a little bit, because I was using magic because I was a blue mage, you know, and I was getting hit, so I didn't have sneak on to avoid the weapon. If either two of those had moved just a little closer, I probably would have died. But I stuck it out and I beat it solo. Exactly. Well, I, I hear you on that. I'm, I'm more referring to. I think it was when I was doing COP missions, and I was on a six four, which you know everyone has a hard time with it. And I'm shooting for six. Yeah, nice, funny. Ha ha ha. No, no. Which, which one was that? I forget. Airship fight. Um. Yeah, exactly. But uh, 
I'm shouting for it, and some guy says, like, oh, you just need, like, five samurais and a red mage, and you can own it. Thanks. I'm not a samurai. That doesn't help me any. Go away. Mm-hmm. Are you a samurai? Yes. You want to help me? No. Well, then you're not any help. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> I just give yeah. you advice. You owe me money now. <laughs> asking if I want to come. Pay me. <laughs> yeah, you know what you should do with that money? What? Put it in the bank. That'll be five bucks. I can remember shouting for for help for like samurai AF way back in the day because I had to go into the the temple of Ugalepe or whatever. It was a coffer in there, which at level yep. sixty is impossible to do. And I got to tell, I was like, "Well, what do I get if I help you?" I'm like, "The satisfaction in knowing that you helped somebody." And he's like, "Eh." <laughs> you know what you could get nowadays? You could be nominated to be gamer of the month. There you da, go. Da, da. There you go. See. Well, that's um, that's really it for our gamer and labor of the month segment. Uh, Fusion, is there anything else you wanted to address on FF14 or on Lamers of the Month or anything like that? I, I, I probably shouldn't go without uh, talking about P on Aetherite Radio. Um, probably a good idea. PFA, go uh, FF Encyclopedia. Um, had a little bit of translation help from uh, Corinth over at JP Button. Uh, we've teamed up to make Orzopedia.com, which is essentially going to be like the website um, for Final Fantasy XI-14. It's going to take the great wiki that FF Encyclopedia has. It's going to take, uh, you know, podcasting. Um, both me and Nero are, are kind of headlining that, um, doing some really cool news reporting, getting stuff from, from overseas. Um, we're working on doing, uh, you know, news posts in a whole bunch of different languages. Really big forum right now. It's really busy with people getting uh, pumped up for the game. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, go ahead and head over to that. It's Orzopedia. Dot com. Um, we got a link I know on, on PFA. I'm not sure if there's one up on LBR or not, but it's, it's pretty easy to, to figure out how to spell that. So uh, make sure to check that out. If you haven't, we got, uh, I think, five episodes up for uh, our podcast, Aetherite Radio, um, pretty much talking about all the big updates that have come out for uh, for 14 site updates and uh, you know magazine interviews and stuff like that. So uh, if you need to get caught up on anything for 14, make sure to go ahead and uh, check those out. Awesome. Well, uh, we'll definitely have to check that out. Zero, do we do we currently have a link to that on Voices of Andiel's website? Nope, because I have been ridiculously lazy, and I will definitely get on that as soon as I can. All right. Well, we'll get one up. And there you go. Also, coming up August first, two thousand ten, Distant Worlds two is coming to Illinois, just outside of Chicago. Am I correct on that? Yeah, day? it is. Fusion? So, I so. Yep. Fusion, I know you're going to be there because it's Absolutely. like a 10 minute drive for you. <laughs> a little, little longer than that. But. Well, it's seven hours for us. So. I, I have yet to miss a, a Chicago area concert with anything involving Final Fantasy, so I'm not going to start that anytime soon. Well, Voices of Vanadeal is going to do their absolute utmost to be in attendance. So we're thinking maybe we need we need to do some kind of thing. We can meet up afterwards somewhere and rock out and Absolutely. meet some meet some fans who show up. I don't know if a Nero is planning to show up. We probably should have asked him before he had to go. But uh, we could all get together. Maybe get a bunch of network hosts together out there, and we could all. Sure, do I'm something. sure you, I'm sure you could drag him down. Maybe shove him in the trunk or something. I think I think we could probably convince him. But maybe do a little kind of meet and greet. I don't know somewhere afterwards. Maybe hop over to a Denny's or something. I don't. There you go. That's been our running joke for a uh, restaurant concert over here. We 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 met up with some people at a, at a Chili's before the concert and went to IHOP afterwards. So exactly, maybe nothing, we could nothing do will a... get you stared at more than sitting there at IHOP at midnight with a microphone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get there. Uh, maybe do a little meet and greet with the fans. I think that'd be a lot of fun if we could uh, organize something like that. But yeah, Voices of Vanadil is going to definitely do their utmost to be out there. Yep. See so updates on that in the LBR forums. If we're we're going to announce anything and the Twitter. 
Yep. If you're not following us on the Twitter, you're a terrible person. Harsh. Yep. But yes, you are. Uh, the www.twitter.com slash voices of Bill Gates is Twitter right now. Don't get it. Bill Gates is on Twitter. Jackie Chan is on Twitter. You, if you're not on Twitter, you have no excuse now. Bill Gates and Jackie Chan are Twittering. <laughs> that's excellent. What are you waiting for? Especially if you're a caller. If you're a caller calling into the show, that's where I post all my uh, up-to-the-minute little uh, changes or There's recording times. On Twitter. You can see Jackie Chan feeding his pet cat on Twitter. <laughs> Why are you not checking this stuff out? Now, speaking of pet cats, we had a Nero on the show and didn't mention his cat once. Yeah, isn't that weird? That is weird. You know, we make fun of it every single week, and then he's here and we forget about it. <laughs> Leave it to us. But yeah, um, definitely check us out on Twitter. Yeah, that's where Zero makes all of his updates and announcements about when we're recording. Also, for future episodes on your applications, we're going to require um, you to put your Skype name in with your application just so we don't have to scramble and look for it at the last moment just so we can quickly run through and grab it right. if you've been a, if you've been a prior caller it's not such an issue because we have you still but if you're a new caller please remember to put your skype name in put in your profile at the bare minimum so we can it's like two hours for the show i'm trying to find add everybody in that need to add and it turns into another um escapade yeah that we have exactly. to do it's like 10 minutes for the show where's everybody uh yeah Hold on, let me start adding people again. Yeah. All right. Well, Fusion, if you don't have anything else uh, you need to say, we're going to announce the next episode, and it's going to be groundbreaking, I'm sure. No, I actually, I actually just thought of something. Oh, okay. If you guys are coming down here for Distant Worlds, we need to figure out another P- PFA versus VOV event. Oh, snap. Oh, my. I didn't even think about that. We do. We do. What, what should it be? I don't know. We need some. Some does it need to be an old game or a new game? We could do like a, we could do like a sack race. A sack <laughs> race, really? Let's do all the tracks. I, I didn't hear you guys coming up with anything. Zero in the pole vault. I think, uh, I think. I'll tell you what. Uh, you you bring the equipment. I will attempt to pole vault. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do. We need a duck hunt. Zeris has suggested duck hunt. <laughs> I will totally play duck hunt if we have a reliable scoring method and a reliable gun. And a mirror, and an NES, <laughs> and we do. We need to find a, a great game that we could play. Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine Brawl. We can always do Brawl. I got I got, got Doctor Mario on my Wii. We could do a Brawl tournament. Yeah, it can rock you if uh, you know. Maybe it's it's like brawl, be really I mean. cool if we could find something online and uh, and get some other people involved. Yeah, we, yeah, definitely. You know, we're gonna talk more about this uh, as we go on. I think uh, definitely we need to have round two of VOV versus PFA. So, and, and callers, if you guys have ideas, submit them to us. You can always get a hold of me at uh, xake72189 at gmail.com. PM me on the forums. A thousand different ways to reach me. Uh, give, send in ideas. No brawl online, though. No. That stuff's too unstable. Yeah, I yeah. tried. Yeah, there's the only reason I suck at Brawl is because I all my key presses were you like, want to see about some a really cool Matrix Matrix effects. Play Brawl online. Yeah, it's like you'll, it's you'll play a whole round in bullet time. Blade of a Snake. It's just so ridiculously hard. It, it's unbearable. No, I know. I know. Zayz has been looking forward to round two, and it's it's oh, a long time in the making. Oh, I but bet he has. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he likes winning. What can I say? And we will win again. I mean, round two, we'll go to voice. It's going to be a clean sweep. I know. It's going to be great. Anyway, um, the next episode. Um, uh, wait. we got to do wait. the build-up to this. Yes, we do. Ladies and gentlemen, 
the next episode of Voices of Vanadil. The Big Kahuna. The end of our listening audience. The next episode is the Nerf Buff Debate. We are finally handling the big issue. What jobs need to be buffed? What jobs need to be nerfed? And why? And Samurai! Excuse me. Ah, I got a cough. There's gonna, uh, there's gonna be fights. There's gonna be people's mothers brought into things. It's it's gonna be ugly. It's it's Jerry Springer online. It's samurai dancer and dragoon need to be buffed. Everything else can be uh, nerfed. Was that first one that's, samurai? That's my stance. Did you just say samurai needs to be buffed? Yes. Your mother. It's See? sarcasm. It's started. Sarcasm. Oh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? My mom's a Sam too. So you shut up. <laughs> It's right. funny because he didn't really mean it. Uh. Uh, also exciting to note on this is that we will be featuring the Scholar vs. Black Mage debate. Zerus and Zerumero are going head-to-head in the Scholar Black Mage debate, which brings me to the fact that we have no guest host for episode four. So we're searching for one. I, I know a guy. I might have to, to point him out to this. So Okay. I'm going to put it out there to the callers. The requirements to be a guest host for this topic is you must at least have both Scholar and Black Mage at 75 so you can mediate the dispute, and you must have a headset. Since we're talking more than about more than just Scholar and Black Mage, we would prefer it if you had a tank, a DD, and a mage at 75. That's not required, that's just preferred. And you have two weeks to sign up in the forum after this episode airs. So the day it goes online, you have two weeks after that to sign up. So get the word out there. If you happen to know someone, if they'd be willing to do the show, we are in search of someone. So odds are, if you listen to us now and you fulfill those requirements, go sign up. Go sign up. We'd love you to need have a headset. Yeah. You do need a headset. Yes. No, no carrier pigeons. No smoke signals. You need a headset. No integrated laptop mics. We've been down there. That doesn't maybe, work. Well, maybe carrier pigeons. I might be willing to do a show via carrier pigeon. I think that'd be fun. Think forever. Yeah, okay. we'll be it for two weeks. Or we can play like, like when you play Russian chess, you have to send your move via letter to if the guy. If you take long Russian. enough to just record it, try distributing the show via Carrier Pigeon. <laughs> so we get the raw editing to a Nero and then buy via like a little USB drive. And, like, little, yeah, just get like a little <laughs> micro SD card, tie it to the, the bird and let him go. Bird gets shot down halfway and we're just wondering where the hell our episode is for three years. That catches the bird. Why is there a thing attached to his leg? That is D card. What is this crappy show on here? What the? <laughs> but uh, that's going to bring us to our next poll. Uh, if you'll recall, on one of our earliest episodes, uh, the poll question was what job most needs a change in the update? If I recall, Dragoon won, and we were very displeased, and we didn't like our voting system at the time, and we didn't feel that was right. So, Of course it is. You know how long those wyvern breaths have been in the dads? Those need to be implemented, people. Come on. Oh, I don't know. That'd be sweet. More breaths? But, yes, but, please. But no, the correct answer is Dancer. For anyone that, that voted anything else other than Dancer, now Dancer needs to be buffed. Uh, yeah. Black Mage is an update. Black Mage was, the, was... Oh, yeah, Black Mage only got one vote. Yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it needs an update. It doesn't have to be a buff. It needs to make us more useful. But our, our poll for the next episode is, what is the most overpowered job? Hmm. Gee, I wonder who's going to win this one. Oh, uh, either Sam or Monk. Beastmaster. 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 Thousand needles. They're gonna mess with us and just say Beastmaster or Pup. It's gonna pup. be Pup. Yeah, Pup. Uh, if you vote Pup, your vote doesn't count. <laughs> I should make that like a little subheading. It's like, yeah, if you vote Pup. Uh, no, I'm not gonna count it. 
like link the pup to samurai so every time someone votes for pup they actually vote for samurai i like that one more <laughs> so yeah that, that's our poll for the next time we hope you'll all vote as you always do we really appreciate that i want to remind everyone that we are looking for new segments so get your ideas out there currently don't have any we want to know what you guys would like to see. If you want us to read emails, we could be willing to do that. I know Limit Break Radio, don't they do like iPod reviews or something like that? Uh, they're on iTunes, iTunes at this point. iTunes reviews. We're not. I know, but if they wanted something that maybe that to be something we got in on it eventually. Maybe. We could do that. Uh, if you want to, I don't know, if you want to see me level for 30 minutes every show, that's fine too. I don't care. Uh, whatever you guys want to see, send in your suggestions. If it's a completely new idea, great we'd like to have a completely new idea on our show and of course we will credit you for it when when we announce it and stuff like that so get all the stuff out of the way that's about it i think fusion is there anything else you need to talk about no that's about it it's wow we've been in here for three hours recording i think we are about done yeah, certainly are. Fusion, thanks for coming out today. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. Oh, Fusion, yeah. It's been it's been great talking to you. Thanks for taking calls with us and helping us with the debate. We had some really great calls this time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, again, thanks to go out to Nero for spending as much time with us as he possibly could. We really appreciate it. We know those, his time those, is... Those wings can only last so long. I know. Distraction. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we know uh, his time is scarce, and we really appreciate him spending it with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who called in, thank you very much for your calls. We really appreciate it. We appreciate talking to you. You're, you guys are really the reason we can do this show. Without you guys, we're just three guys talking in a room. Right now, it's only two guys talking in a room. Yeah, look, we'd be two guys just talking back and forth. You know how boring that would have been? Um, yep, that's about it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Voices of Vanadeal because everyone has a voice and we want to hear it. This is Escalia. Man, I'm Zeramero. Good night, guys. Final Fantasy, Tetramaster, and Vanadeal are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Play Online are trademarks of Square Enix. Voices of Vanadeal and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. The views expressed on Voices of Vanadeal are those of the hosts and callers, and does not necessarily reflect the views of Limit Break Radio or its staff. The Limit Break Radio network is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike United States license. For more information on Creative Commons licenses, visit creativecommons.org.